yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Good evening. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast here between the arcs. And uh, presumably, Bubba Joe, the final show before the launch of the August arc. We've got some things to talk about tonight. Got a lesson plan prepared for you. Going to do a little bit of teaching tonight. Also, might do a quick... Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to try not to die. Choke to death. Uh, and we might do a quick, quick recap on incursions. As Nom Nom reminds me in the chat of some of the greatest quotes from this past week's incursions, Bubba Joe, that may or may not come back to haunt me in the future. So we'll talk uh, a little bit about that. And uh, first thing we're going to do, though, is find out who is hanging out for hints for the August arc. And let's find that out in a talking trek. Server sound off. You guys go ahead and hit it in the chat. Bear about kicking, uh, kicking us off here on server 24. Four seven five two five five four Delta five zero five nine on server twenty seven. Uh, thank you, Cruzito on server thirteen. Stradalorian on nine. Mosher on one eighty one. Dirty Bird Bill on one five. That would be fifteen. D Dragon on European one eighty three. Doug on thirty eight. Thank you, Tough Cal on fifty seven. Uh, Mighty Croc on server eight. I am not Grandpa. What? Have a great show, Grandpa. What? Because of my musical selection. Listen, I'm here to tell you, Bubba Joe and Trader were also bebopping their heads all around. Yeah, that, that, those were not oldies. That was not an oldie, okay? I resent your comments, sir. But uh, shout out, server 8, anyhow. Darth Pigney on server 134. Crazy on 24. Zandy's the Great on server 12. Zandy's, how is your incursion record 3-0? and We've played more. Server 12's played more than 3. Yeah, they're they're three and zero, but they're just ignoring the ones that they lost. There was an asterisk there. <laughs> Vespa on European 146, Hunter on server 28, Aloha on server 14 from Iron Chef, Sherlock Holmes on 27, Aquila Hawk on 21. Thank you, Doctor Juby on server 60, Noon Whistle on the Victorious server 29, Captain Q considering a walkabout on server 57. Elemental uh, P, welcome back to the stage of Talking Trek on server 32. Uh, Trader, it's been a hot minute since I read Element OP's name here in a Talking Trek server sound off. Good to see you back. I, uh, I really, really appreciate it. I always love seeing names uh, that we've known for a long time, Trader. Element OP has been a name that I've read on the Talking Trek server sound off for years. So really, really mm -hmm. good to see you. Uh, fantastic. Maztec is here. Star Fox, Waffly, Daverick, uh, Blue Mandalorian, and 166 others in our Talking Trek server sound off. Bubba Joe, 382 little kitty cats in our live studio audience. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Uh, only hours, perhaps, Bubba Joe, maybe a couple of days for some of you, post-incursions. Uh, we'll uh, check in with some servers all across the game's galaxy on their thoughts on incursions coming up here shortly. But, Bubba Joe, today I would like to look forward and not necessarily backwards because in extremely rare form. I mean, it, this kind of stuff never happens. I don't understand why the community... Uh, is not more used to this by now, all right? But yes, indeed, we have received leaked information regarding the August arc, Bubba Joe. What? Rare formation. Is it a leak, though? I mean, you know, 
Well, we didn't know when they were coming. Now we know that rare formation armadas are coming up in the month of August, and uh, we're going to talk to you a little bit about what we know about them here today, all right? What it is that you need to know and some of the strategies that we're going to give you a sneak peek on here as we prepare heading into only hours away the launch of the August arc and the grand seasonal arc finale of Voyager. Uh, it is an event store month coming up as well, Bubba Joe. So we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, including... Well, that I'm, wasn't leaked. We knew that before. That's correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. If you take this puzzle, you take a bunch of pieces, and you kind of put some things together, we're starting to come up with a nice picture. Echo told us it was an event store month, so we presume it's the final month. Now we know rare formation armada targets are coming. So uh, we can extrapolate some of that information, Bubba Joe, and we can uh, presume that Scopely has twice as many officers to offer us this month as well, since it was two bullet points on their leak. Uh, uh, instead of only one. Uh, <laughs> so there's twice as many uh, as normal. And uh, for those of you who don't know what Two we're talking about. Is, is that like twice what I get paid uh, for uh, for this show? You get paid tremendously in self-gratification and love and snuggles. All right. So, I mean, do you feel like Scopely is going to bring us twice as much love and snuggles this coming month? You tell me the answer on the other side of our stupid news. <laughs> uh, see, I'm trying to, I'm trying to move right along here, Bubba Joe. Live from all you across really the are. world. Yeah, we got things to do, and I don't want to be here for four hours. I feel like that could happen, and I don't want it to. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. keep saying that, and still, yet it always happens. I know, I know, and I don't want it to. I want to get a good night's sleep. I need a shower. Do we need, I feel like do we I, need to go get Snake Eyes? Yes. Uh, no. I would love. I would love for Snake Eyes to rejoin the show. I mean, really, there would there would not be anything that brings me any more joy. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he has discovered an amazing life after Talking Trek, and I think he has no regrets. Uh, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder <laughs> if there's a linkage there. Um. Uh, yeah. What? That his life is a million percent better after he left this show. Yeah, there's probably uh, there's probably some linkage there. I would say, uh, ladies Wait, and gentlemen. So you're, say, so you're saying to to achieve happiness, I have to leave the show? <laughs> no, I can <laughs> bring you happiness here. I mean, it was like a one-off shot. All right, it was like a one percent chance he hit the lotto. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, and besides, he can't really quit us. Rip. Well, he one, can't really quit one, us. He's in the audience. He he's always here. All right. One percent chance at the lotto is better than I have on forbidden technology. True that at least for a few more days, or is it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I've asked them. I've begged and begged and begged and begged. Yep, don't see that changing. Uh, <laughs> I've begged. I've spent hours, hours, Bubba Joe. Uh, maybe I, you should have offered to double your, your love and stuff. Maybe I should have offered Scopely to actually not poo-poo all over their feature. We'll see uh, what they've done with it, Bubba Joe. I've written them a proposal as well, so we shall see. I'll share that proposal with you regarding Forbidden Technology a little bit later, if you guys would like. Uh, but first, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, get through official business here and get you the stupid news headlines. Live from the Talking Trek News Studios, it is time for world news headlines from all across the globe. It is time for your stupid news headlines. Stupid News! News! 
Yep, it's time for the news. Let's see what we got going on here this week. Bubba Joe, Anheuser-Busch in Bev felt the sting of the recent controversy surrounding the Bud Light Light boycott, reporting a 10.5% drop in revenue and a 30% drop in profit in the United States during the second quarter, Bubba Joe. Big, big news from the the Bud Light capital there. Uh, In fact, Ripper and I were postulating a theory and and discussing this uh, earlier. The report for Anheuser-Busch is so bad that it could only actually be compared to the actual taste of Coors Light. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Rip? You're, You're in. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Is but it better? You like or, it. Huh? Wait, what? But you like it. I, I do. I do. That, that was a joke for you. There, there is no accounting for taste. No, it literally has a great taste. I mean, which, which tells me that DJ just doesn't have any taste at all. <laughs> I have some. Is no. it great taste or less filling? And it's both with only 17 calories or whatever they say. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was, I was trying to keep that going. Bubba Joe threw me off the rails. Uh, two 7-Eleven workers in California actually took matters into their own hands this past week and used a stick to beat a man who tried to steal a trash bag full of cigarettes, Bubba Joe. Now, first question I have is, why did you have an entire trash bag full of cigarettes? Because that's not how they actually ship, right? I mean, they don't... Oh, I've just, seen that. That's you. Wait, What? They they ship them in trash bags. Why would there be no no like, no the, the places I have seen it actually is where my father used to work because my father worked at a company that produced uh, the cigarette like the machines that manufactured cigarettes. Okay, and they had to do the test runs. So so just throw a bunch of cigarettes in a trash bag. By the way, tobacco is so regulated; it's like insane. Anyway, so they had actually cigarettes in trash bags. In trash bags. Mm-hmm. Well, that apparently was what was going on at this particular store, Bubba Joe. And instead of waiting for police to arrive, these 7-Eleven workers took matters into their own hands and beat these robbers uh, into submission. I guess you could say the workers delivered multiple lucky strikes. <laughs> uh, get it? How many people actually get that? All right. It's a brand. I'm, I'm aware of okay. that. Uh, Watch Mad Men. Joker said it wasn't funny. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. I get it. Just not enough to find it funny. Uh, A horse was rescued in England after wandering onto a set of railroad tracks this past week and finding itself trapped by a fence. Bubba Joe, people want to feel bad. Others less sympathetic and told the animal to quit horsing around. Meg That's two. funny. Thank you. Meg 2, The Trench, hit theaters this past weekend. The movie features a gigantic monster floating in the ocean, and yet somehow, Bubba, we're not referring to my sunburnt mankini body on vacation last month. I'm not exactly... <laughs> didn't even know they were out there filming me. With Meg 2 coming if- out, though... Uh, yes. <laughs> Go, Go ahead. ahead. Finish. Finish. Uh, with Meg 2 coming out, though, we thought of that story uh, from last month. Do you remember when uh, seven and a half million baby shark bat toys were recalled for causing actual puncture wounds and lacerations to children, uh, which is still yet somehow better than what the baby shark song actually did to parents' ears? Uh, so there's uh, there's that going on. Uh, did you have so a I educational have a shark toys? Did you have a Meg joke? I have a Meg joke. Okay. How, how are you? Are you certain that it released in theaters? Like, if a movie goes to theaters and no one sees it, did it actually show? 
Yeah, it's like if a tree falls in the forest, does it still make a sound? Yeah, they still play it. I'm pretty sure, you know, okay. True story. This is not a joke. When I was in high they school. They don't actually play it. They do. No, buys the no, they do. Actually, that's what I was just getting ready to say. At least, it, well, obviously decades ago. So uh, what had happened, I, when I was in high school, I worked at a movie theater uh, in my local town. And there were plenty of situations where nobody had any tickets. We still had to run it because we had to, uh, we had to play the ads, Bubba, and we had to report that it had X amount of like screen time, like that it was it was played this much time. So yes, even if there were nobody, uh, there was nobody in there, we had to run, we had to run the film. Now, when I worked at the movie theater, though, it wasn't. I don't do movie theaters today. It's it's all digital, right? Like there's Correct. no actual film anymore. See, back, uh, there is for IMAX. When I was in, when I worked in movies in the movie theater, Baba Joe, there was actual huge cans of film, and and we had to splice our own commercials into it. So like at the beginning, whatever commercials like my theater had sold, I had to actually splice that film in. All right, to whatever was going to play in whatever theater. Like, we had to put film together, and then it actually ran. I wish I had pictures of something like this, Bubba Joe. Our film room was insane. It was huge, and you had pulleys and, and wheels and contraptions everywhere. I mean, one film was miles of, of actual film. Like, a movie was have miles you, of film. It was crazy. Have you seen the pictures of the actual film for Oppenheimer? No. Is it someone in the chat? Can they can they pull up th these pictures? Are a, the the amount of film is ridiculous? It's a ton of film. I mean, the the platters for these things were huge. It took like three people to actually move them. They would come in on forklifts. The the platters for these films, uh, very very cool. If you've never seen anything like that, anyway. Uh, so there you go. Um, this is how we get four hour shows. I agree. Some New Yorkers, uh, including Bubba Joe, uh, even some players from the Yankees roster, praise the impressive arm of a girl who pelted a New York politician with a water balloon from thirty feet away during a Fourth of July parade last month, and uh, given. Given what's going on up in New York right now and the Yankees' current position in the standings, she's expected to receive a multi-year contract. Congratulations. Uh, big big deal. Uh, speaking earlier of cigarettes, going on up north to our, uh, our neighbors up in Canada, Canada, individual cigarettes, individual cigarettes in Canada will now carry warnings such as poison in every puff and cigarettes cause impotence. And they're going to be printed on every single individual cigarette. Um, so now the main thing that can continue to be ignored is Prime, Mus Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. <laughs> you, you don't have to actually read that warning. All right. It's going to happen. Jeff that Bates. seems like a lot of so, wasted effort for something that I'm totally going to ignore. I, so hold on. It's going to happen, apparently. Hold on just a second. Yeah. Look in the chat. These right. are the pictures I'm talking about. Yes. Look at that. That is very cool. Thank you, Griffin. Thank you, Waffly. And that is honestly... Now, I mean, that is real for the for the record. Anybody who thinks that that is, like, exaggerated... I mean, Oppenheimer is a long film, but that is realistic. I worked with those platters every day when I was in high school, Bubba Joe. Very cool. As a matter of fact, that's such a cool image. Uh, for those of you listening in podcast, I'll throw that in the graphics room real quick so you guys can actually see. I worked on putting those kinds of film together and then and then feeding them through the crazy machine and then... You know, and can, can you imagine? Can you imagine if if something happened and it got tangled up in the middle, Bubba, or or you know, a bug? Have you guys ever seen like a fly 
you guys have seen that, like a fly or something like that that actually goes on the lens. Have you ever seen what happens to a film when when a fly accidentally gets in the film and then gets squished, Bubba Joe? And then it's got <laughs> it's got bug guts on the film? Yeah. I had to clean film, too. That happened. And then to, to find it. I mean, you had to go through that whole planner. Oh, it's crazy. Anyway. Uh, let's see. I guess I should go over to Bubba Joe with uh, sports because I have another joke that is absolutely rated R. It's it's it might even be X rated, Bubba Joe. So I don't know if we should actually read it. Maybe we should maybe we should cut it from the show. No, there's children that listen to this. We have a rating to maintain. Listen, I happen to know that Chloe P is listening right now. Shout out Chloe P. All right, we can't. I can't do these kinds of jokes all the time. It's terrible, traders. I, I'm gonna have to save it for later. I'll save it for later. But in the meantime, uh, they do not have to grow up because of this show, okay? Uh, I, that's hilarious. Griffin's like, well, when you started the show, they were kids. They're actually 22 now. <clears throat> it hasn't been quite All right, that long. Are you ready for sports? Uh, yeah, let's go over to Bubba Joe in, uh, in, in at the sports desk. Bubba Joe, what's going on in the world of sports? What do you All got? right. Well, as, as everyone knows, uh, the NFL training camps uh, are in full swing now. NFL teams were preparing for the regular season, which starts in a few months. Um, yep. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So uh, I can't I can't wait for the regular season to start when the Packers will no longer win games. Um, but in today's news, Dallas Cowboys cornerback Trevon Diggs told quarterback Dak Prescott to shut up. Is the child friendly version? I don't. Yeah, child friendly. I don't think it was a very friendly. Statement there were some additional words. It they was were, very colorful. It, sh- sh- shut yo beep beep up. Shut yo beep beep up. Woo! It was it was tense from what I hear. In a in a very tense training camp exchange. Yeah. Uh, Dak did yell something back at Trevon Diggs, but Trevon didn't hear it because it was intercepted by another player. Boom! <laughs> Thank you, Bubba Joe with sports. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is your Talking Trek Stupid News. Uh, And that's Bubba Joe with sports. All right. um, Yeah, I'll have to put that on the button, so I'll give you that when we go to sports uh, in the future. We should probably try to find one that's not actually directly copywritten by ESPN, though. Uh, (laughs) What else do we have in here? Do we have other... Uh, do I have other sports beds here? Let me see. Let me see. We've got some. Uh, yeah, here's what's this one? Oh, that's that's from Fox. We're probably not going to find a good sports bed that's not copywritten because, like, right? They're all they're all using it. They are all copywritten. Yeah, that's that's Fox. Uh, let's see what this one is. Wait, I feel like that's Fox too. PBS. Or is, is, that that, is that CBS? That feels like that might be Fox, too. I'm not sure. Let's see. What else do we have in here? What is this one? Oh, I know this one. I know this one. Yeah. That's Sunday night football. Yeah. When did they When did they get rid of Shania? No, this is, I mean, no, she does the opening singing. Wait a second. When did oh, they get okay. Shania? They got rid of Shania. First of all, they've never used Shania. They used Faith Hill for a number of years, and now they're using. Um, uh, they used Faith Hill for years, and now they're using. Oh my God, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. 
And oh, this okay. is Carrie's, I think, 11th year. As a matter of fact, I saw her on Twitter the other day. On Twitter, she was talking about going in and recording uh, for her 11th season. So, yeah, she uh, she's recorded the new Sunday Night Football kickoff song, Bubba Joe. But that's still the one that I use for, like, commercials and stuff. Anyway, okay, uh, Star Trek. <clears throat> Woo! And look. You sure? Yeah, look, I first of all, I'm very impressed with myself. We're only 21 minutes into the show, and we're actually going to get to relevant content. So, Bubba, it might feel like we veered off the tracks, and we probably did, but we reined it back in pretty quick. All right, 21 minutes. Guys, you can look on your podcast timer. Look, 21 minutes, and we're ready to start the show. We could talk about this for another five minutes, about how we're actually watching the clock. All right, but uh, we, we could actually just jump into content. Uh, one thing that I want to touch on real quick, just quickly, I don't want to go into uh, a huge thing on this, but uh, shout out Server 38. Yes, I haven't done a podcast since they actually whipped the snot out of Server 15 uh, by a margin of 14 trillion points, Bubba Joe. I don't that know. That seems like a lot. I don't know what's happened to my server. You know, we started out so strong. We started out so strong. I mean, I we, was one base, DJs. Oh, I was one base. You know, no, it wasn't one base. All right, now listen. This is what people going are, from two two trillion lead to fourteen trillion loss was not one base. And I'm going to tell you how I know. All right, this is what is happening. Was people, it you, DJ? No, it wasn't me. Um, if it was me, then I would say it was only one base. Here's the thing: people uh, are still blaming this on. On, on a whale, all right? Now, I think that that has become less fair here lately, okay? First of all, maybe people don't realize this. Take a look at your scoring mechanics. For those of you who can, maybe you can't, all right? Or maybe you can go back and look at the video and take a look at the scoring mechanics. But guys, rating versus, uh, so rating on offensive versus defensive doesn't matter anymore, does it? No, okay? Points are the same, offense, defense, okay? They're the same. What about steel walls? Well, Bubba Joe, if I can find a dill well, that's going to give me more points, right? That's going to give me more points. So uh, we should ignore the steel wall bases and go try to find titanium and dill. That's going to do it. So maybe you're right, Karkin. Maybe one person on our server uh, didn't have any steel and got raided for a bunch of titanium and that lost it for us, right? Maybe that's possible. Oh, it's certainly possible. Wait, concrete says no. Wait. Wait, what? Darksider says it's all one point? And indeed, you're correct. Everything is one point, Bubba Joe. Steel, trite, dill, doesn't matter. It's one point. Now, Karkin, when we talk about, when we talk about in our case, all right, and I am going to call out server 15 here for a minute, all right, and I'm going to, and for the record, I'm calling out server 15 for, for being a little bit judgy. For being very fussy at an individual or two. Because I know that nobody on our server got rated for more than 14 trillion resources. But that's what we lost by, Karkin. 14 trillion. And by the way, it was 14 trillion resources, not points. Because everything was one point. So, Karkin, tell me, objectively... Point mitigator in damage too, right? doesn't count. I mean, Karkin, we're talking damage is going to get you a couple of million points. All right? And, and that's not even if you're doing tally. Well, maybe if you're doing tally, it could be a couple million points. That's not if you're doing, uh, if you're hitting amalgams, right? If you're hitting raiders, all right? It's not, that's not enough. 
Sure, damage might have been 1% or 2% of our score. Okay? It was very small. It comes from rating. All right. Now, did you find a base that had 6 trillion resources there, Server 38? Yes, you did. Did you find more than one base that had 60 trillion resources? Why? As a matter of fact, you did. But you did not drain those people. If you had found a base with 6 trillion resources, nom nom, true or false? Our incursion was, what, three days ago? If you saw a base with $6 trillion in resources, would you, even with amalgams, would you at this point be finished raiding it? No. No. The answer is no. So when I see, and this drives me bananas, I saw it in our Discord, I saw it in, in my own server, I saw it in my Alliance chat, I see it all over the place. Oh, so-and-so lost it for us. Bull. No, they didn't. No one individual player, at least in our case, Karkin, with, respond, with regards to 15 versus 38, okay? Now, you know, I kind of feel like that was a causality effect. Like, once we were below, baloney. like, once we lost our lead and we're just, like, another five trillion behind. Well, then we are mentally weak, okay? If that's, what, if that's the card you want to play, then server 15, you're weak. You gave There's up. There's a give up point, isn't there? You like, gave up. Got to go to bed at some point. Hey, listen, did server 38 give up when they were down four trillion points? Listen, there's a mental fortitude that comes with incursions. Now, if that's what we want to say, Karkin, if that's how 15 wants to play it, then completely fine. But own it. Be, t- say, it what it, say what it was. We gave up. Not XYZ lost it for us because bullcrap. Nobody on our server lost 13 trillion or 14 trillion points individually. All right, Bubba Joe, let me ask you, how did Server 38 beat us by 14 trillion points? Somebody want to answer they, that for me? They rated more than you did. They sure as heck did. And, and we already know my server has already come out and admitted the, the biggest whales that got rated. There was a, what, what was it, Karkin? We know about it. We're talking about it in our, in, our, in our group there, right? Overnight, the overnight shift, the base that, that we said cost us the incursion. How big was it? You remember? I'm trying to remember. It was like nine? Six trillion. So, I don't know. Was it? It was six when trillion. Started? I feel like it was higher than that. Nope. But, you know, memory does that to us, Bubba Joe. Memory yes. does that, you know. Oh, God, yeah, we lost. It was a whale. It was IJ's well, fault. It was IJ's fault. He got raided for numbers- $100 trillion. IJ, IJ, God bless. Yeah, it was you. $100 trillion resources they drained in 60 minutes. Did you see it? Yeah, you, IJ, it was you, right? 60 you know, minutes, you know, they got DJ, $100 trillion, Bubba Joe. Sure did. You know that memory is the second thing to go when you're uh, old. I just don't remember what the first is. Well, that makes sense, Bubba Joe, because Server 15 is a day one legacy server. I would imagine most of our guys are getting up there in age because they clearly can't just, remember. They clearly can't clarify, remember. Just to clarify, as Samuel Clemens once said, as you get older, your memory gets better. Now you start remembering things that never happened. That's right. That's right. You start remembering things that never even occurred. 
I'm here to call out server 15. Not not politically, not in any kind of mean way, but let's let's look at it for what it is. And by in, in doing so 15, by holding a mirror up to us, okay, which has always been our role. And I'm sorry if you don't like that. It, it is what it is. You're a content creator server. You're always going to have the mirror held up to you. But we are going to do this today in an effort to show everybody else out there that it is not a person. It is never. Not anymore. It used to be. It definitely used to be. Not anymore. The scoring has been balanced. Now, I do see... I do see Balabom saying, listen, I have, in fact, at one point in time, gotten a scoop of 1.5 trillion points. Okay, that's, I know that that can happen. I know that that can happen. Is it common? Can that still happen? Absolutely it can. And if you are in a server where you have a player with quadrillions, multiple quadrillions who gets rated for an hour, then sure, I will buy that, Bubba Joe. But show me. Let's see it. Because that doesn't happen often. That's an exception to the rule. That is not normal. Do you know how many bases must have been rated, Bubba Joe, for, and and, and let's just assume Let's assume for a minute that on my server, the average base holds half a trillion. Server 38, what would you think? The average. You guys rated the piss out of us. So what do you think the data says? What were most of the bases you were rating? Half a trillion? One trillion? One trillion says nom nom. I think that's high, but okay, we'll go with it. Even with one trillion. Even with a one trillion scoop, how much is a maxed amalgam going to give in points? Math it out, people. So, so DJ, I, I, I don't want to completely discount the fact that there are whales out there, and there may not be one on your server, but there are whales out there that can turn the tide of an incursions from one or two hits with an amalgam. I know if, that I if, was the reason we lost out of my server, my, my server that I used to play on. Lost you also had, I mean, I quit. you had hundreds of trillions, though. All right. That, no. And that's a thing. I Actually, I don't know how much I had. Mini fridge, great question. Great example. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to claim innocence here. How much, mini fridge asked Bubba Joe, how much did DJs lose in seven minutes? I'm prepared to tell you. Okay. 0.5 trillion. 0.5 trillion is what I gave up in seven minutes. All right? And we lost by 14 trillion. For the record, my base is very wealthy. I was holding a total of what, IJ? Seven or eight trillion? And incorrect, Janeway. That's where you lose it. You could drain a well in 60 minutes. False. Fake news. You got it, Vic. Losing is a team effort. And what I mean by that is it takes more than one. Now, granted, yes, in a rare one-off case, 
one whale can give up trillions of points in the span of 20, 30, 60 minutes. Bubba. I'm not discounting that. I know it's happened. I've raided somebody and gotten a trillion points or a trillion resources before in a single scoop. I know it's okay. possible. It is it's definitely different. not as common as everybody is talking here. And no, sure? Cruzito, it we no have, longer matters. numbers that Hang actually on, back that up? Hang on, Rev. Cruzito, it no longer matters what kind of loot is being taken. And that is what people think, and that's why they're pointing fingers. It's wrong. Trite scores one point. Steel scores one point. Dill scores one point. Does not matter. Okay? It talks about actual resources taken. Okay? And Spicy Rooster will say, you can suck down trillions faster than you think. I No, I don't disagree with that. All right? It depends on the size of your target. And if you find that one lucky base, then yeah, it can swing a score. But for somebody here who is talking about a difference of 10 trillion, 14 trillion in my case, 20 trillion, 30 trillion, guys, here to tell you, that didn't happen from one base. Okay? Can one base swing the tide? Maybe. There was a screenshot that I got of a server who lost by exactly 500 billion points, Bubba Joe. Then, yes, I would absolutely say that one or two bases could have cost you that. As a matter of fact, I would have cost you a loss. If your margin of victory was 500 billion points, then, yep, seven minutes with my base could have cost my server. All right? But this is, in fact, exactly what Vic says. This is a team effort. It takes dozens, if not hundreds, of bases being read, uh, uh, rated to amass a scoring differential of 14 trillion points. And I'm sorry if somebody finds that offensive on my server. Guess what? Look around. Because every single tag had somebody who got rated. And I'm here to tell you, anybody out there who wants to point a finger and look at all these other people and start shaming people and chat and talking about the whales that got raided, okay? No. Stop it. Accept responsibility. Because every tag in this game got raided this past week. No alliance was immune. No alliance anywhere did not have anybody who didn't give up any points. It happens. All right? And even in my case, yes, server 15, I got rated for 6 minutes and 51 seconds. I lost half a trillion points. Fine. Give those back to me, server 38. Hey, server 38, can I have my half trillion points back? Guess what? Wouldn't have made a difference. Would it, Bubba Joe? We lost by 14 trillion even if 38 gave me my, uh, my half a trillion back, wouldn't have made a difference. And Karkin, even if Server 38 gave back the 5 trillion or 4 trillion, whatever was captured on that overnight base, they still would have beat us. I don't know where they got their morning points, but when I went to bed, we had already lost. But 14 trillion, we were not at 14 trillion loss by, yeah, so I don't know where that. So wait, are you saying? Are you more bases? Wait, or? so are you saying? Are you actually saying right now that you were awake and you were there and present during the time that they were raiding the six trillion base, and they weren't 
that far ahead at that point. Is that what you're saying? I watched them creep up and pass us because of this base. Okay. We, were, we had a lead of like 2.5 trillion. Fighting yes, it away, grinding our way, doing it all. And suddenly we see the points diverging. We went from you know 2.5 to 1. And so we're like, what the hell? And then we tracked down, found out where it was, started yep. defending. Couldn't do anything else. Yeah, that was it. Just a okay. big started crushing us. That's fine. Yeah, they couldn't. they scored. They started catching up. And at that time, that base had 6 trillion points in it. Now, this is the point right here that I'm making. When Karkin woke up, they were 14 trillion points ahead. How is that possible if that base only had 6 trillion? And B, was that base emptied in only a couple of hours? Bubba Joe? Uh, the math says no. The math says no. Okay. Nope. You can score fast, hard, and heavy with an amalgam. Yes, that is true. You will not zero a base. You get less points every subsequent hit. Less points every subsequent hit. And look at server 38 in the chat right here. Exactly, DJ. After that base, we went on and found a dozen others. This is not a single person's responsibility. It's not. And it's frustrating to see that happen or to see entire servers blame one person. Guys, it's not one person. I can promise you if only one person on your base would get raided during that 24-hour period, you win. You hear me? If only one base is raided during the entire 24-hour period, you win, hands down, automatic. I'd bet you 100 bucks. Scalyback says, are, wh- person? are whales feeling persecuted? No, Scalyback. It's exactly the opposite. It's exactly the opposite. It's everybody blaming one base that cannot mathematically come up with the number of points. And it wasn't just on 15, just for the record. It's not just on 15. I saw it from a half a dozen servers. I've got people sending in customer service tickets, Bubba Joe. I've got people with, with complaints in my PMs about a player who openly said, I'm going to throw it. I'm going to feed the other server. Well, that's great. How many points did he have? How many resources did he have? And yes, that can make it challenging. I don't blame you. I don't blame you for being mad about that. But then you turned around and lost by 35 trillion points. (laughs) He didn't have that much. Okay? Now, late to the party is showing me a score of 233 trillion points. Yep, clearly you got the one off. I'm not saying it can't happen late to the party. It can, and it does. All right? But not nearly to the extent of what we are all claiming it is. Okay? That is a rare occurrence. 233 trillion points. That's rare. Just saying. All right. Now, that being said, was incursions better this time around? I'm going to ask Bubba Joe because he hates incursions. What did you guys think? There weren't that many changes this time as compared to the last run, but the last run was the best that we had ever seen, so we said. How did you guys feel about the uh, instance number two of the quote-unquote new and improved incursions. Hmm? Well, I'll say that uh, the fact that they kept the system-specific 
um, uh, PvP for the SMS, I think helped. It helped a lot to me because I knew that there were going to be people there to go hit, right? So I think that's the correct... Now, again, I understand different brackets are going to have different populations of people, but I think that that is still a critical part to for the for the brackets that have fewer and fewer players in them. I think that is that is an important thing to have as opposed to galaxy wide PVP being required to score because well, the in score addition, scales so much that it was both you know, the open yes. gave you double points and you could still get your points from just defending a raid Correct. as long as you're on the proper server. Correct. So I did but, like that it, it incorporated both. Correct. But the higher ops players have to get a score that is so high they would have to kill ten thousand G four ships or a bunch of G five ships, right? So, that's I mean that's that's not attainable, right? Now, if you're thirty nine or forty or something, and you were like, yeah, I gotta I gotta die against one to Daredex and I'm done, or fine, like I get it, but that's not um, that's not been my experience when you have a limited number of of potential targets in a bracket, and that can really be a problem when you have unbalanced uh unbalanced servers i did see some complaints of unascended versus ascended servers and we really got to do better about that i know that putz wants to go against the other undefeated server and as much as i think that that would be fun to watch i don't think that's a good idea in fact i think that scopely needs to be more careful about pairing ascended and unascended servers yeah, there was uh, just for a, a little bit of a funsy, um, and and I don't think I'm actually sharing anything that that's you know horribly bad um, because I mean it 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 did actually happen. Uh, there was that uh, situation there, Bubba Joe, and I'm trying to find it real quick. There were two servers that were paired uh, that I am aware of. I think it was the only pairing that happened, Bubba Joe, where one had ascended to G5 and the other was capped at 50. Um, this was even, even one instance. Oh, I know. Just shows that. Oh, for sure. I'm they not. Don't know what they're doing. Well, Sorry. Uh, it could have been oversight. It was only one pairing, and and but I mean, it was still wrong. I'm not saying that it wasn't. Uh, there was only one of those pairings that I'm aware of. Um, and what was interesting about it, <laughs> and and again, I'm not saying anything that that people don't. No, if you're on one of those servers, I'm just gonna just gonna you know maybe read it from a private message or something like that, Bubba Joe. Uh, but when it was when it was made aware to to peeps, they ascended them in the middle of incursions. Oh my god! <laughs> that was probably not the right thing to do. All right. On the other hand, <laughs> on the other hand, if somebody wanted to to you know drop. Big bank right there, so they could get up there and and you know get crazy uh, dur- during during their incursion. Then I guess that was a possible thing. Yeah, they were ascended at the spur of a moment, right in the middle of incursions. And this this is the kind of stuff that prevents. And I know it's a one off. I get it. I still think the events were not perfect. I still think the rewards were not great. Okay, I I. These are the little things. Like it's it's steps forward, right, Baba Joe? The scoring, the metrics, the the offense, defense. I think that is working about as well as I thought incursions could work mechanically. I I very much like 
this offense versus defense. I think they need to double down on it a little bit harder, but it is working. All right? It's two steps forward, one step back, I feel like. You know, I do feel like incursions are better today than they were six months ago, so I feel like we've got forward progress. But then little things like this, right, Rip? Like, it shouldn't little happen. Things? I'm, I'm sorry. This is, this is just things that just cannot happen. Agreed. It, it, they it, just it, cannot, like, there's no excuse. This is not justifiable in any way, shape, or form. The tooling they have should prevent this from happening. If they don't have that, that means that nobody actually made a proper plan on how to design the tooling around it, yeah. which is just shows just fundamental flawed of everything. So I, I I think that I agree with DJ. This is the best version of incursions that we've had, and and I think that there's definitely, um, yes, uh, Vanguard Server Twenty Four has won incursions. We haven't won any of the new iterations, but we used to win them. Uh, kind of like DJ Server used to win them. Yeah, we um, haven't won any in so... ages. All right, it, and it, and it's lackadaisical. Uh, we won. We won the last one. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We've lost three in a row. No, we haven't. Check, check that. Anyway, oh, did we beat thirty-two that... last month? <laughs> you did beat thirty-two. Did we? Well, I'll be I damned. I think that My now bad. you see how memorable incursions exactly. are. Exactly, exactly. This is what I'm talking about. People always remember stuff differently than what actually happened. Oh, yeah, Bubba Joe, we got 100 trillion no, points was, off that one base. If, if this were actually great, you would remember, but, you know, whatever. I will I will say, though, getting no points out of defending my base made this incursions far more bar- boring and un- not lacking of entertainment compared to the last one. I'm not looking forward to that. Crazy enough. incentive to defend my base. That was also the case one month ago, Blue. This is the second run where that was disabled because base hitting was turned off. Are you sure? Yes. Yep, that did not work on the last one either, okay? So we, we do have some things to improve upon. Um, there's a lot to do still with incursions, and, uh, and I look forward to taking the feedback reports back to Scopely and continuing to work on this. I was a little bit disappointed that we didn't see any reiterations from last month to this month, Bubba, but I know that they've had their hands full with some other stuff. Uh, I just don't want to let this go another six months. Like, there's still things that, that need to be fixed. For the record... Uh, for all of you guys, I do agree that base hitting should remain off for the kill counter board, but I do think that they should turn base hitting back on for the damage leaderboards, all right, using the bold defense for the record or, or the ocean Eight. defense for the record um, there that even influenced scoring blue. Because even when I was looking for raid targets uh, from server 38, I would scan a base and be like, oh, nope, can't, uh, can't do that. Can't hit that guy. I'm not going to get in. You know? I was trying to protect my leaderboard by not running into that base. And then it didn't turn out that it mattered. All right? I do think that that should matter. I think that that needs to be turned back on. And I know what happened. They just turned off base hitting, but it's in the hook. It's in the mechanic. They didn't kill that from, like, all scoring. They just changed that hook. So go back to that leaderboard and put it back to the way it was. Leave the kill counting off, right? But damage can work because that will reward an intelligent base defense. All right? Did I am, – am I missing that? I believe yeah, I, the feedback has been that the damage board should reward players for successful base defense. I believe that is the general sentiment. Bubba, go ahead. I don't believe that that should be turned back on oh. until they fix base defense. 
And with base defense, you're referring to the stacking Bajoran favors, and you're referring to possibly Dezok as well, correct? Uh, Bajoran favors, Dezok, um, the new building affects critical damage and is going to trigger for each ship and dock. No, until they fix that, until they establish a a minimum, you know, critical damage, then no, I I don't think that they should. Uh, uh, I don't think they should count base base defense damage. That's my opinion. I I'm the, the community can be a hundred percent against me on that, but that's my opinion on. Uh, I think they need to fix that before they turn that back on. Now, for those who don't actually know, all right. Uh, one of the reasons Aren't powerful enough to have been affected by such a here's the thing. No, probably not Karkin, not as an offensive player. Here's what Bubba's talking about. Base defense right now has a stacked ability. Um, one of the reasons Bubba Joe, all right, one of the reasons, and, and this is, this is why the community's not going to be happy with you, Bubba Joe. Can, can I just pull that bandaid off? Sure. All right. One of the reasons that the bold and ocean defenses are so stout is because of Bajoran favors. Okay. That's one of the reasons. All right. There's yes. many other reasons. Okay. Th- there are other reasons, but that is definitely one of that them. That is definitely a huge factor. What's happening there is Bajoran favors are giving you that base defense effect, not once per account, but once per ship in dock. So, for example, Bubba Joe, if I have one ship in dock, then not a huge deal. It's not really game impacting, all right? But if you're going up against a player that's got five ships in dock or six ships in dock, then these Bajoran favors are being multiplied by the number of ships you have in dock. So let's take a look. People are asking, which favors are we talking about? Maybe, Bubba Joe, we're making this bad. Maybe we're going to give more people the opportunity to use this in their own base defense until Scopely does change it. And for the record, they do need to change it, community. All right? It's not, in my opinion, it's not working as intended because if, if it was intended this way, then Bubba, it is in fact what? OP. It's way OP. All right. I believe that when the the mathematicians were designing these bonuses, it was probably meant to be a one-time bonus, right? It was meant to be applied to the Correct. account. All right. Instead, it's being multiplied by the number of ships that you've got, and it's way too stout at that level. So they've got two choices, Bubba Joe. They could just go in. Uh, they've actually got multiple choices. They could go in, yes. uh, establish a floor value for critical damage. That's one option. They could go in. They could, quote, unquote, nerf the Bajoran favors down to an amount that can be multiplied by the number of ships and still be a reasonable number. All right. Or they could just go in and fix the Bajoran favor so it only applies once per account. All right. Which favors are we talking about? The community wants to know. Okay. I will tell you. Uh, first one is called stubborn defense. All right. Uh, decreasing opponent's critical hit chance against players. That's one. Actually, that's not even the big one, is it, Bubba Joe? It's the critical damage one, I Correct. believe. Critical damage. It's critical Not the critical damage. percentage. Yeah, it's not percentage. In fact, the critical percentage one helps you against yeah, this problem. It does. Yeah, because what's happening, folks, as players attack, all right, everything about base defense anymore kind of surrounds crits, right? Hull damage, crits, the big well, crit and- the and why is that, boost. DJ? Let's just talk about this for a second. I know this is way off topic of what we were going to talk about today, but sure. why is that important? Let's talk about some damage basics. Why are criticals important? 
Correct. Because they're a net calculation, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. And it's a big net calculation. We're not talking about isolytic damage from Janeway against enemies that's going to give you 10 or or maybe 15% additional damage. You're going from 1x damage from a regular hit to 2, 250, 300, 400, maybe 500% additional damage that's a four to that's a two to five x improvement in damage when you can take that you want to do that like everything in this game is give me more criticals give me more chance at getting criticals give me more critical damage because it is a net enhancement to your damage so um it is unfathomable to me that the idea here is that they would be they would ever want that number to be zero. They they should never want that to be... Because criticals, if you're not doing anything else, criticals should be the benefit. There should be, never be a situation where a critical damage is less than your normal damage because it only has a percent chance of happening. Unless my officers are so awesome that they stop you. Now, here's here's the deal. First of all, let me be very careful with, with the interpretation of this commentary in the chat. This is not about the little people having a shot. Okay, because base defense, it, it listen, I actually proved, all right, shout out Pummel, I actually proved that doesn't matter the size of your base, you can still be cracked, <laughs> all right. As a matter of fact, this, the first 30 minutes of the show kind of proved that even the biggest whales, Bubba Joe, can be cracked, right? Like, that's not the point, all right? The biggest players in the game can still be cracked. This is a mathematical failure, guys. What's happening is critical damage is actually going zero. It's going negative. Now, let me ask, in a game mechanic perspective, Ripper, I'm going to ask you because you are big on intent. You're also big on Scopely errors, right? Like, you're very critical when Scopely makes a mechanical error in math. Should... A zero damage shot exist. Let's ask that question first. Not delaying a shot or canceling a shot or moving a shot or any of those things, all right? Because, sure, if I have, if I'm using this specific ability to zero somebody's shot, then maybe. Okay, cool. Maybe I got to adjust my crew. I'm not saying that it should or should not. For example, I see people saying, well, listen, that's, that is a way that I would crew to prevent shots. If I know somebody's coming at me with a crit build, Bubba Joe, then I'm going to use crit damage reduction like TOS Uhura. Perfect example. Okay? Should Fuck. that shot be zero? Ripper, in this game, should mm-hmm. there be a shot that throws zero? Let's not forget, Gala does the same thing. This is the same principle. So before we get all fussy here, before we get too crazy, Bubba Joe, let's remember that the players use Gala to our advantage. So do we want to chase that rabbit down that hole? And and obvious... Go ahead, Ripper. There shouldn't be. However, that should be um, taken care of by uh, design of all the things that go into it which i realize is if you don't have the right tooling not simple but you should they they shouldn't get to a point where they design things where things do zero damage so in a perfect game in a theory uh, a hypothetical world 
It never would have happened this way in the first place. Now, let's talk about unintended things, Bubba. This is way off the beaten path, but it's a great conversation. Let's talk about unintended things. How about Pike Moreau? Pike Moreau was unintended. Yet, when Scopely tried to take it away, the community revolted. Okay? Very good example. They never tried to take it away. They tried to... Okay, so the Pike Moreau effect on Chen. Let me rephrase. The Pike Moreau effect on Chen, which was, that was the crew, right? Pike Moreau Chen was the reason, okay? So Chen, really specifically, is what I'm referring to. And they did try to take Chen's function away on more than one occasion. It ultimately, yes, more than one. It ultimately came back, all right? It's here. It's here to stay. What is the more than one? I only remember one. Well, they did it at G5, and then they did it again at G6, except now it's actually going to stick. All right, because I guess they gave players enough notice, or when they did it for G5, Bubba, they said, okay, fine, we'll give it back for G5 or, or G4, but we're taking it away for G5. That's what it was. It was G4 they tried to take it away from. And then they took it away from G5. Successfully, I might add. They okay. never tried to take it away from G4, though. Yes, they did. Oh. Yes, they did. Okay. They sure did. All right. It was twice. The first time was unsuccessful. They brought it back. The second time, they it stuck. Okay. Second time it stuck. So now, I mean, to to be to be fair to them, they should have just fixed that the minute they realized what happened when that crew initially launched. Okay. <clears throat> That's not that my, my my actual opinion, and people can hate me for that opinion, but. That is my opinion. I think Pagmaro 10 was one of the biggest mistakes this game has ever done. Mechanically. It destroyed so much. Mechanically. <clears throat> no, it's, it's, a, it's a valid point because Scopely would have changed their future uh, scaling and, and choices to match that meta, not the PMC meta. And then what ended up happening? Every what, arc. what ended up happening, Bubba Joe? I mean, if we, if we take a history course in game design from Star Trek Fleet Command, Bubba can tell you, any G5 player can tell you, that when Chen was removed from the meta, the ops designers and the game designers failed to take that into account. Right, Bubba? Because, Correct. Because while we all, for example, might have hit 40 hostiles with Pike Moreau Chen, and then Bubba Joe had to hit 40 hostiles and didn't have Chen. Remember those days, Trader? Mm-hmm. Remember those days, G5 players? Yep. Yeah. I remember when, you know, you could go when you had Pike Moreau Chen and you could hit, you know, 50 or 60 hostiles per hole. A lot more than that, actually. And then you take it away, and now you go from the best, the, the next best crew you could muster could kill eight or nine hostiles. And you still had to go kill 50 or 60. And I remember eight or nine hostiles, like that came after time. I remember I mean, people saying three and four hostiles per hole. All right, I remember. All of this is really primarily because of, uh, in my opinion, a fundamentally flawed uh, game design philosophy of uh, never nerf, always buff. Um, okay. They they just they just don't they don't have they they never really go through with taking things away again when they okay. release things because for I guess in some ways because there's money involved, but listen. If you if you release things and then realize oh something unintended happened that so, while be- player beneficial in in the short term on that particular instance is not a long term success for anything. R- Ripper is that 100%. happens, you should just go. Yeah, this was a mistake. Sorry, we have to fix this. Ripper is one hundred percent correct though. Pike is still causing problems today. 
That's true. Pike is is affecting current design today. Like they're, I mean, without getting into the details, like it is it is a problem for new officers today. Pike breaks the fundamental mechanics of of the game in a bad way, and instead of fixing what Pike does, they double down and made Picard. Yeah. For for whatever reason. So circling and that's fine. Back. That's the decision they've gone to. But the point is, is that until they decide to fix something that is fundamentally broken in both base defense and IST, they need to, they need to, in my opinion, leave the damage for base defense off. Now, people can disagree, and that's fine. We all have our opinions. But that would be, I would want them to fix that before they turn that back on. And why is that fundamentally? Because dying on a base scores astronomical number of points as compared to ship PvP? Yes. Mm. And by the way, the one that I we're know, talking I, about... I would say with the month... Uh, the one that we're talking about is Bajor's advantage, decreasing the opponent's critical hit damage against players. Uh, if you have that thing maxed out, it's 100%. Put five ships in, Doc Bubba Joe. You're minus well, and, 500%. And that and is what's have, happening. We have more effects that do that now. Well, there right? are. Yeah, we, there are other other. We have options. the new the. Uh, well, no, we have the uh, uh, whatever this building is called. This Q's thing. Q's court has Port a Q. damage reduction. Yeah. Yep. So, so that is that is the concern, I guess. That 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 is why some people might might deem that a, a problem. Now, I don't know that I'm in that camp. To be perfectly honest with you, like I said at the beginning, I, That's fair. I'm fine to turn that back on to give players another creative and intelligent and strategic way to engage in incursions. For example, like even I said, I was having to pay, pay attention to bases so that I knew who I could crack and who I couldn't. All right. It even was a, a, a security system, Bubba Joe. It was a deterrent. If somebody saw that base defense, and by the way, I saw that. I even saw that in Galaxy Chat. Oh, this person has this defense, all right? So that's going to be tough to get in. I saw it in our own Alliance Chat, Karkin. People were looking at bases because can we get in or can we not get in, right? We don't want to burn a gazillion resources if the guy's going to be online, right? So I do kind of, at this point, my personal opinion is, Bubba Joe, with regards to the Bajoran favors, I don't want it changed. Me personally, because I do think that it provides, and, and let's not pretend it's not, it's not able to be not overcome, right? Whales still get cracked. I still got cracked, all right? And I'm, I'm not even a whale, all right? People can still crack bases. Where I think there is a larger uh, problem that does need to be addressed is in simple one-on-one combat. And that does involve the interceptor strike team. All right, because the Interceptor Strike Team, guys, does the exact same thing that these Bajoran Favors are doing, except they're doing it in PvP. So now imagine, Bubba, going up against somebody with Interceptor Strike Team, and you've got Battleship Strike Team, and you're thinking, man, Battleship Strike Team, it is the bomb! I get all these extra shots! Except your shots actually turn to zero infinitely with no opportunity to recover. That's Dayzok. Uh, that's only if you're critting. Uh, that's only if you're Battleship critting. Battleship Strike Team can easily, well, not easily, but at least has the chance. Uh, not Dayzok, sorry. Damar, not Dayzok. I'm an idiot. Thank you. Sorry. I had that on my head. Uh, yeah, not Damar. Dayzok. 
Or not Tazak. Tamar. God bless. Fix, save me, Bubba Joe. Save me. Your so, example works better when it's an interceptor strike team against an interceptor strike team. For, Correct. Okay, perfect. What happens there, Bubba Joe? The, everyone's doing zero damage. Wait, nobody wins? No, eventually it wears off and... And uh, but but sometimes you can win before it gets to that point. Right. It becomes who has the slightly higher percentage. Maybe they have an extra percentage of critical damage from Odo and then they're getting a little bit more lasting damage. So it comes down. to But it's a it's a it is a fixed format. Right. And and it's something that the ships don't blow up. Well, no, the ships can blow up if it happens before damage goes to zero or after the zero damage rolls off. Mm. Interesting. So firing pattern. I mean, tier of yes. Damar. Yes. All have a factor in how long it takes a battle to get to zero damage, which kind of circles me back. Should a shot ever be zero? And I think that there are scenarios in which it can. But maybe they need to be temporary, Bubba Joe. Maybe it, not, it needs not to be for the long of combat. Maybe there should be a, a limit. Maybe that's how you do this nerf without nerfing, possibly, is institute a round limit. On the other hand, we've got to be careful with this because, again, Gala does the same thing. Until they go back and actually look at everything they have and do the thing they should do, which is we have all of these things. Let's actually balance them, Um, which means, you know, changing existing things. I know scary mm. um but any healthy game does that um until they do that there shouldn't be a zero damage because the implications of and the scenarios at which that can happen just keep increasing mm-hmm. um every new officer that comes out presents a new compatibility issue a new interaction no, they, they, at this point there's no way out for them and except them going back and being like Okay, let's just look at everything we have. Ah, Build the tooling we need to make sure that these things don't cause catastrophic issues. Oh, but there is. It's reliant on crit, and crit is limited in certain situations to how much you can stack. A con or, you know, so unless you're running that crit chance specific build, the crit damage issue isn't going to, there's workarounds. So Unless you want to get rid of Gala. To Bubba's point, though, the only solution would, if any change was to be made, would be to add a minimum because it it makes no sense just to try to tackle the symptoms versus treating the disease in terms of like you just be, okay, we fixed them all and then something new comes out and changes it anyways. You'd be constantly working on it versus no, having the floor would, as a buffer. No, 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 no. As part of actually going back and making sure that these things are actually correct and things are actually balanced you would build tooling to make sure that you actually know what will happen when you introduce oh. something new oh yeah i know you meant overhaul i just meant in the realm of possibility for scopely to actually consider doing anything it Crazy is in the enough. realm of possibility any any big game that has you know any kind of continuous new content that changes how things are balanced rebalances existing things because they change Context changes. Circumstances change. Sometimes there's unintended effects. They get fixed. Scopely doesn't oh, do yeah. that. And there's a very, very high monetary incentive not to do anything about it, because if they don't do anything about it, they can sell the newest, greatest thing. 
Well, not only that, but we, we've heard this. Rev has been a big champion of this, uh, creating a problem and then selling a solution, uh, which, you know. Monetary I, I, incentive, yeah, as I said. It, it's, that's a very real thing that, that players have to be cautious of anymore because I feel like it's, it's a, a, a thing that happens more and more. I introduce you again to Tal. And Mantis and, and, you know, all these other things. However, I'm going to bring this full circle now, guys, uh, back to a hint, Bubba Joe, that I gave earlier this week. All right. I'm going to bring this full circle because people say there's no way out. Right, Bubba Joe? There's no way out. Scopely, without going back and redesigning the game, they can't fix it. Just can't. Can they, Bubba Joe? It is no. They 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 actually can't actually properly fix it. Everything not, everything maybe not properly. Maybe not properly. Is but. is is hacks, workarounds, and selling a new thing. Okay, Bubba Joe, what have they introduced that has the potential? Key magic words to quote unquote key magic words. Give them the reset that they need. Hmm. Are you thinking of isolated damage? I am. Oh, okay. Mm. It's early. I still don't think that's going to be what it is, right? Because isolated damage is is just more damage. It's not replacing any damage. I know. I know. But here is what we're seeing. Okay? Isolated damage is improving. Bubba, you said the other day, which surprised me. I'm just curious. How many of you guys out there have uh, have mathematically calculated what your standard isolytic damage is right now. Bubba, yours is impressively large. <laughs> I don't like saying that. Uh, Bubba Joe, you tell me. You do like saying that. I do. I, I say it a lot. Uh, Dekic says, nope, not for me. It's zero. And that could be if you guys have just recently unlocked your Voyager. How about some of those who have had Voyager for 30 days or so? What are you, 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 what are you sitting at, Bubba Joe? I'm not quite sure what you're trying to get at, DJ. I am getting at how we're going to get this show back on track uh, and do the teaching that we want to do, but also kind of show, all right? And, and this is my theory. Ripper, you, you shot me down when isolytic damage came out. You did too, Bubba Joe, all right? And it sounds like you guys still are. I still maintain that there is more isolytic damage here now in the community than I would have expected. I still, still see this as their opportunity at resetting the research smorgasbord of calculations no. and buffs in this game. I do. Because it, because it is directly tied to whatever research you have and is also directly tied to whatever effects it is not are directly happening on the damage okay. applied. 10% of zero is still zero. Agreed. 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 All right. And, and so what you're saying is the normal shot you're saying that it's based on all the traditional research we have because it's based on the normal shot, right? Right? Correct. What if it wasn't? Uh-oh! Well, if it wasn't, Uh-oh. then... If it was not, then we have an entirely new problem. Do we? Uh, yeah. It would be massive refunds for the last three months. Oh, what do you think? Because they already declared what isolated damage does. Oh, I know. I'm not saying that they change a formula. What if? What if? Uh-oh. You got it, Cruzito. What if they've already solved this puzzle, Bubba Joe? What if 
Isolytic damage sees significant additive properties. What if this is still their way out? I'm going to remind you of a hint that I read this past week, Bubba Joe, that we're going to take our first break and we're going to come back and talk about formation armadas. This mechanic we're used to, though for now they don't work, seemingly unrelated. The lack of another mechanic has sent some of you berserk. Time will tell if these two things fit, but isolytic damage will be the key to a good hit. Now, Bubba Joe, that was the hint I gave before uh, the App Store did their thing. Clearly now, obviously, we're talking about rare formation armada targets what do formation armadas source currently in the game um artifacts cool and we are in the what star trek property what star trek property are we playing right now uh voyager and what does voyager directly source um Artifacts? Uh huh. What kind of artifacts? Isolitic. <laughs> On the other side of the break, we're going to discuss rare formation armadas. And yes, I'm going to tow that line, Bubba Joe. Uh, they, they, I, I can't. There's some things I can't say, but there are other things that we can surmise. Right? We know what formation armadas are. I'm laying a roadmap of cookie crumbs for you guys right now because Ripper ate the big chunks of the cookies, but there's still plenty of crumbs left, okay? I'm going to lead you guys on a path down my own imagination of what could potentially happen with rare formation armadas. And it's going to happen Are on the other really side Wonka? of the break. Huh? Are you really Wonka? Huh? I'm on a magical journey, all right? It's just me, myself, and I up here in this crazy brain. Maybe what I'm telling you doesn't come to pass. Hey, that's my line. Maybe I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it on the other side of the break, all right? My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast with more exclusive peaks inside the August Arc on the other side of this break. Everybody, don't go anywhere. So much more to come after a word from these fine sponsors. Yo, what's up, Commanders? Great news about PvPTarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding PvP banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical Max Cargo-style calculator, but a brand new, unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is at risk? You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com. Hey folks, more of that shameless self-promotion. Twitching Trek had a big goal set out for July, and you guys smashed it. We are 33% of the way towards our huge promotional giveaway in the month of October, and if you're just hearing about it, well, find out more. Visit us on our Twitch page and subscribe to the channel using a simple Tier 1 recurring sub for $4.99 or less, and be automatically entered to win your share of up to $2,000 worth of game packs in the month of October. Plus, witness irresponsibility and shenanigans along the way. Twitching Trek needs your help reaching 350 tier one or higher subs for august and september to hit goal so visit our page today and win big with twitching trek and ultimate dj's plays.com 
No purchase necessary. See official rules on Discord for details. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Product 7, the breakfast cereal that's not even half as good as Product 19. On the next episode of Scenes from a Wedding Season... I can't believe this. What's up? We're flying all the way to Indonesia for this destination wedding, and they're serving McDonald's. You've got to be kidding me. They're serving McDonald's? That's awesome! What? Who wants overcooked steak or dry fish? Bring me a greasy McDouble, please. You can't be serious. Think about it. We're drunk already. That's the best time to eat Mickey D's. You know what mixing booze and Big Macs does to your stomach? I'm loving it. And now, great moments in presidential history. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. We have a thousand billionaires in America. Know the average tax rate they pay? Eight. E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. all being here my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet command's official podcast bubba joe and uh i played the song for you it says i think i'm paranoid uh bubba joe is scared of the upcoming arc he's really not entirely sure what uh the the cost of g6 is going to be he's kind of freaking out about a traitor to be perfectly honest I, with you hang on yeah. hang on uh what i well he should mm-hmm. I, i've been calling for g6 in september all year 
based on my own personal algorithm of what <laughs> Scopely does. Okay. Okay. All year. Go back and check the tape. September <laughs> is what I've been saying. Go to the G6 tape. Launched. All right. Yeah, he has. That is actually true. He's been saying September for a long time. I'm just saying. Uh, maybe it happens sooner than he thinks. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. How can that possibly be when every time someone asks about it, the answer is, we're not even working on G6. I don't know what you're talking oh about. Oh, my God. That <laughs> cracks me up. Can we already place bets on, on when Bubba Joe's going to reach uh, the you know new max level in G6? The new, the new uh, Op 70? I think it'll be a while. It might be a little early for us to speculate on that. Um, but maybe we could. I mean, I, you know, I guess when, when it does launch, we probably should launch that game. It'll be a very long-term game. Um, but I... I I do think it's funny. If I'm just circling back and poking a little bit of fun at my friend, Emperor Echo, the, the response of we're not working on it, I mean, get out of town. Are you kidding <laughs> me right now? Like, do, you, do, you, do, do they actually think people believe that? Yes. I think they actually think that people believe that, yes. Wow. Okay. I think it goes up to uh, ops level 100, and then it oops level one begins. <laughs> I yeah. Lobot says well, uh, them saying they haven't started is actually code for they have already finished it. Uh, so yeah. I, here's the thing. I'm not gonna comment either way. I'm not gonna contradict my friend's words. I'm just gonna say, come on, brother. Come on, man. Oh, I'm going to contradict. <laughs> they are absolutely working on it, and Echo's lying. I mean, oh, now, listen, we don't, need to, make a a, yeah, we don't need to make it personal, okay? He might not be permitted to say anything about it. I just think it's a funny choice of response, all right? It, a, well, a if you're much not permitted, better, then you just don't – you can't go out and say, no, we're not working on it. I think you just simply come out and say, no comment. Okay, like that's what I would Assume say. Assume for slander. No, 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 no you just, comment. You just, you just be silent and don't say anything. Canine Tooth says, oh, no, Echo's actually right. They're, he, he wins over everybody because they're going to skip G6 and go straight to G7. All right. <laughs> Maybe so. All right. Uh, all I'm saying is I, I just th- I think that's I think that's kind of cute and funny. And I, I, we probably shouldn't dwell on it, Bubba. But I'm just saying, you know, like it is a little bit funny to me. Anyway. Um, all right. Oh, what do we got? What do we got? Oh, yeah, rare formation armadas. All right, Bubba Joe. Before the break, I made a I made a a daring claim. All right. As a matter of fact, I made the same claim when Isolithic Damage came out. Both you and Ripper have told me why I need to sit down and be wrong. So let's rehash that very quickly. Let's just lay out our positions here very quickly, and then we can we can do a little bit of speculation, a little bit of forward thought. And what I also want to do is is do a little bit of actual uh, preparation, if you will, Bubba. These new formation armada targets. Let let's use history to to lay out our predictions for rare formation armadas. Okay, Bubba Joe? Uh, we have uncommons in the game. We know that rares are coming. How strong will they be? Stronger than uncommons. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. So should we... What's the, what's the method of which some players are tackling some of the larger formation armada targets right now. And let's pretend that you're not Trader uh, flying a Daredex with Mbenga. Let's pretend that you are strategically crewing for the target. How are you crewing? Blue Mandalorian, how are you crewing for formation armada target? Uh, is it going to be the same as a regular 
uncommon, or is it going to be some zany twist? That's not what I asked. I asked, how do you crew for an uncommon now? What What is your goal when you're the creating moment, a crew? At the moment, I just go for uh, the classic, which is Cisco Miles 6, and uh, the host may choose to boost the miles by running Picard Bev Miles. Okay. And uh, one of those people should use Lorca instead of 6 because having a hall breach within the group is essential. However... I slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, account. slow down, slow down, Pick, slow down, uh, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, hold your horses. Let's go back and break this down, officer by officer, Bubba Joe. He, what did you say, Blue? Let's start, let's start. What did you say? Cisco. Uh, Cisco Miles 6. Cisco Miles 6. All right, stop, stop, stop. Bubba Joe, Cisco Miles 6. Why? Go. Uh, well, Cisco gives you additional critical percentage, which we talked about earlier. Uh, Miles gives you extra shots, which we've always talked about being very relevant. And six gives you piercing. Okay. And what is the general outcome of this crew? That's what I'm driving for. What does an increased crit percentage do, Bubba Joe? Uh, gives you more criticals, which gives you a significant increase in your damage. Okay. And then Miles with more shots, what does that do? Also, significant increase to damage. And then 6 of 11. That's weird. He's not even a synergistic officer. What does that do? That gives you more damage going directly to Hull. Okay. He used a common word with all three of these questions, and what was it, Bubba? Uh, Bubba Joe is always right. The common word. Thank you, oh, Vic. Damage. Damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damage. Sure, yeah. <laughs> damage. Is he asking damage. me? Oh, it's a damage. That's correct. Ding, ding, everybody. The answer of this crew, the optimum output, is maximizing damage. Now, Bubba Joe, let's go back to your prediction. Again, I, 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 first of all, I'm probably making some lawyers very, very nervous today. Okay. This is not my fault. Sorry, Scopes. You released the, 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 well, or you or Apple, whomever, whatever, whatever happened. All right. But you did this. Okay. Not me. You. Uh, Bubba, your prediction for rare Armada targets are that they're going to be stronger, right? That is correct. So, in a straight line, hypothetical prediction kind of mode, what should we be preparing to do with rare formation armada targets. Eyeing Tom Paris. What? To get mitigation? Because you're going to need mitigation? Oh. You'll have lots with Cisco. That is that is kind of the complete opposite of what we were just talking about. So let me ask Bubba Joe. <laughs> Bubba Joe, if we are trying to maximize our damage output, yes. how do we do that? against a target that is going to be bigger? Um, well, I'm not sure where you're going with this. That's all right. I'm just, I'm, I'm not going crew? anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Cruzito says in the chat, maybe they're not going to be stronger per se. Maybe they'll throw a different type of damage at us. Hmm. So you're slow walking maybe. us to the ship, uh, the formation of Armada ability. I mean, it'd be 20%. silly for them to release, not to make isolate damage, and before the end of the whole Voyager business, not release an enemy that deals it. Let me let me kind of go back, Bubba. Let me let me read this hint again. This mechanic we're used to, though. For now, they don't work. Seemingly unrelated, the lack of another mechanic has sent some of you berserk. Time will tell if these two things will fit. And here's your keyword. 
uh, your key line. But isolated damage will be the key to a good hit. Okay? Guys. Well, that's already the key now. It's already the key now. So if we are preparing, if we are thinking, what is going to be the modus operandi for these new rare formation armada targets? Is it going to be, Bubba Joe, that we need to last 50 rounds? Is it going to be that we need the mitigation so that we can survive forever? No. Or is it going to be kill it fast, kill it hard, and go home? Uh, kill it fast, kill it hard, go home. Okay. Formation Armada targets, everybody. Can anybody tell me if, a, if an uncommon formation... Let me, <clears throat> let me rephrase. What is the firing pattern, Bubba Joe, of an uncommon formation Armada target? I have no clue. Hmm. Anybody help me out with that? What is the firing pattern... Of an uncommon formation armada target. Thank you. Thank you very much, Blue. All right, we got four weapons. Two energies, two kinetics. Oh, they look nasty. They look nasty, don't they? Lots of shots there, Bubba Joe. Uh, let's talk about these weapons. Let's talk about these weapons. Uh, first of all, weapon number one, energy. All right, according to stfc.space... Uh, it can fire, uh, and of course, I'm just looking at a 45. All right, I'm just looking at a 45 here. Bubba Joe, uh, weapon number one can fire a shot approximately 2.5 million. Uh, weapon number two can fire a shot of 2.5 million. Weapon number three, kinetic, could throw a shot of up to 4.5 million. Uh, and weapon number four could also throw a shot of 4.5 million. Is that, uh, is that correct? So basically, in the odd rounds, we are getting, we're getting pummeled, right? We're getting beat on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And do we see the presence of a go-home cannon? Do we see that like we see with the bioships? Oh, but from the sound of that question, we will. <laughs> no, no, I'm not leading you anywhere, Blue. I'm just saying, let's, let's think about why we use the crew that we're using. Okay, let's use the why we're using the crew that we're using. There is no go-home cannon here. So... Blue, we do go with the most amount of damage, but if somebody, for example, as you mentioned a moment ago, would use a Picard-Beverly-type scenario, they're maxing their mitigation, right? Is this armada any more likely to send you home in round 10 than it is in round 20? Depends on the target, but typically, uh, yes. Mm, no. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. Back. I got that the other way around. Uh, Twenty is more likely than ten. Well, because, because your of shield the might be busted by then. Sure, possible. All right, but as far as the damage that it's putting out, no difference. No difference. No difference. So mitigation, defense, important. Shield strength, important. Right? Because you just said it, Blue. If we go all the way to round twenty, what are the possible? What are the possible things that can happen to us? We lose shield. We lose shield. What happens when we lose shield, we lose Bubba ships. Joe? What happens when we lose uh, shield? You start to lose hull quickly. We start to lose hull very quickly. And what happens when we start losing hull very quickly? You blow up. We die. So, is there an advantage? Or let me rephrase. 
what do we think, based on the crew that Bubba's talking about, based on the crew that Blue Mandalorian is talking about, uh, even based on crews that you guys have looked at with the bio ships, right? Bubba Joe, in year one of this game, defensive strategies seem to win out. If we go back to the original G3 Epic Enterprise, it ruled the game. True? Still kind of does in a lot of scenarios, right? For a G3 player, Enterprise, best ship in the game probably still, right? It's still very good. Hard to good. beat an explorer that heals its shields. Yeah. All right. Why is that? Because it's got that fourth ability. It's got the shields. It lasts forever. It's defense. Bubba Joe, when we entered the realm of G4, we started talking about a shift in that paradigm. And we still talk about it today. The most effective of the three abilities, Bubba Joe, go. The most effective of the three basic abilities in the game when we're talking about... Hull Breach. Yeah, Hull Breach. Why? Uh, because it amplifies your critical damage. It's a net increase on top of critical. It's net. It's super huge. It's big. Okay, right? Absolutely. Hull Breach has become the big thing. And why is that? What does Hull Breach do? Not mathematically, Bubba Joe, but what is its result? What is it doing? multiplicative damage yeah well you just said it damage right it's your output does whole breach do anything for your defensive capabilities no anything at all nothing no whole breach is Plus all his, uh, about the offense so going into g4 and it has held true in g5 whole breach continues to be the big thing as a matter of fact scopely has even said okay bubba joe we're gonna go down that road with you and they start introducing a gazillion and one officers that increase shots. You got Miles O'Brien. You got all. You got Wayoon. You got Battleship Strike Team La'on. You've got uh, Ducat. You've now got Chakotay. Okay? What are all these guys doing? I'd say Miles is the most potent part of Cisco Miles because every increasing the number of shots is an instant plus 100%. The damage. Ah, shots, offense, damage output. Kill it faster. You know, uh, Swagger uh, is really taking me back here for a moment, Bubba Joe, and I really appreciate it. You remember uh, the old days when Gregor was on the show, and he said way back in the day, Swagger, I actually remember this conversation, where he was the one that people teased a little bit because even all the way back then, Bubba Joe, Gregor said he would always concentrate on offense as compared to defense. Because it didn't matter how long he stayed alive. He was taking damage all that while he was taking, uh, that he was staying alive. And what happens with the more damage we take? What happens with the more damage that we take as far as what happens after the battle? We could die. That's one. But today, some players still have issues with repair costs. And, of course, Gregor was a whale back then. He was on the leading edge, right, Bubba Joe? Hey, tell he me, was. Trader, how expensive is it to repair that beautiful Triple D you got going on over there? Very, very expensive. <laughs> so let me ask you, would you prefer to last forever? <laughs> and it depends on the context of this question. 
Baba Joe. Yeah, indeed. What is the context <laughs> of this question? <laughs> it depends on the context. Because as soon as I realized what I was getting ready to say, I'm like, okay, so the actual answer is definitely the opposite of what I think makes sense here. Okay. Uh, but with respect to the game, <laughs> with respect to I repair costs. I definitely go for lasting long, though. Uh, <laughs> see, Rip, Rip knew where I was going with that on accident. I, I, multiple he, shots are powerful in all contexts. Yeah, well, multiple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, all right. All right, all right, write it in, please. All right, uh, lasting longer does indeed, in most cases, increase your repair cost. You are going, focusing on defense, all right? You're mitigating a lot of that defense. You're lasting longer, but you're still taking a larger number of shots. Okay. Typically, damage that you receive is going to result in more damage that you've taken, even if you're mitigating a little bit more of it in a lot of cases, which is why G4 and G5 players have all pretty much universally agreed that kill it fast and kill it now is the universal way to play this game. Scopely, again, with strike teams and these other officers, Bubba Joe, have agreed with the way that players are interpreting that information, that data, and choosing to play the game by now introducing one of our newest mechanics that were introduced all the way back with assaults, but it didn't work, uh, and effectively introduced here with Bioships and Voyager. Bubba Joe, we're calling it what? Bubba Joe might be confused right now. I have no I idea. I'm, I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I'm off the notes. Your, I'm off the your notes. Train of, your train of thought went Thank you. absolutely it's the go home cannon. It's the, out in left field. No, it's the go-home <laughs> cannon. Okay, the go-home cannon. All right. Okay. Kill it hard, kill it fast. Scopely even now designing game mechanics around not surviving forever. They have doubled down on the offensive capabilities present in this game. Amber says the best defense is an overwhelming offense. Gregor said it three years ago. Bubba says it today. It's the truth. So, if we're looking at increasing our damage output capability, there's a lot of ways that we can do it. We're going to have a target, Bubba Joe, that is presumably larger, that is stronger, probably lasts longer, probably has more health, more shield, and may or may not send us home in a body bag. So... We got to kill it hard. We got to kill it fast. Do we think that the same crews, do we think that the same crew or crews that you guys are using right now support the max damage output model that you want to be using against formation armada targets? I, so, go ahead, Blue. I was going to say, it's hard to say now with Chakotay with another shot booster on the table. Hmm. Uh, okay. The uh, mitigation that Cisco provides is also a, a counterbalance to all the people out there who just don't own Tom Paris yet or have him tiered up. So you're kind of getting mitigation criticals and multiple shots with Cisco Miles. So it's, I don't, there might be a better shot like uh, with a Chakotay Janeway combo, but I'm not sure yet. So, Bubba, let's, let's come to you for so your thoughts. I, I, yeah, so I, the idea of let's predetermine what the crew is right so what is dj what is your ideal crew for um faction armadas fkr uh 
if I'm JB, I'm going to say Cisco Miles 5 or 6, depending. Because? Because Cisco has the 5 light capability for mitigation. Right. Miles gives you the extra shot for good damage output. Six, if you're struggling, again, for the same reason, for piercing it harder, making your damage more potent. All right. Or five, if you can easily kill it and you want to take the loot. Okay. That is what JB would say. So what would you, what do you need the loot? Do you as a player need the loot from F. Karamaz? You're still trying to get loot from them, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. It's it's not a huge priority for me. Are, are there armadas where you do not care about the loot? I mean, yeah, probably. I I don't know. Yeah, probably. Probably most of them, to be perfectly honest with you, because okay. almost everything comes out of the chests, really. So would so. you run five for those armadas? I don't run five for armadas anymore, no. Right, so... Whether or not we want to run five, either as a captain or on the side... It's going to determine what the loot is from this and whether that loot is of an amount that we need to boost with mm. our loot boosters. Nice. So thought. it's impossible for us to know whether that's going to be important or not, right? Now, they've given us some pieces of a of a Armada crew that is Voyager based. So it could lead us to believe that that's going to be a good crew for these new armadas. It's entirely possible that that's going to be what we're going to want to use against these armadas. But then we are giving up the ability to boost loot. So if the loot that you're getting natively from the armada is important, is a gate, is fueling something else, then that's going to be something we are going to have to work extra hard to maximize. But if it's not, if it's all coming in a redemption chest or the loot is kind of small and everything else comes in some other, you know, it's it's activating some other thing, then five doesn't matter, right? So five of 11 is still one of the most important officers in the game because she boosts loot. And loot matters in so many different ways for so many different things. So that's the thing we don't know. If loot doesn't matter for these, if all the rewards are coming from chests, that opens the door to the Cisco Miles X, Cisco Miles 6, Cisco Miles someone else. And it also opens the door for the Voyager crew because you're no longer trying to maximize loot. You're trying to maximize victories. And let's not forget that with formation armadas, you have to maximize a victory on not just one node, but three nodes. So it's important to make sure that you're going to win. Because if you're the node that fails to win, everybody loses out. Or at least that's how it works on the uncommon ones. We'll wait and see what the rare ones give us. Okay. There's a lot in that that I I can't talk about. <laughs> but <clears throat> I do agree with you on, on five being a wild card, right? Do you care about the loot? Do you not care about the loot? Um, do we think... And I know what JB's answer is on this. Do we think that Chakotay Janeway is a viable potential replacement for Cisco Miles? Has anybody used Chakotay Janeway regularly now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you don't need the mitigation. Or you have mitigation somewhere else. 
as you mm-hmm. have mentioned before, if you've got Tom Paris below deck, right? Let me ask you, Bubba Joe, go. if you were going to build a Voyager crew for Armadas with what we have now, tell us about your bridge crew in the lower deck. Well, that's um, a tricky question, isn't it? Let's pretend that above loot, deck. Let's pretend loot doesn't deck, matter. Okay, no. Well, so I, even if if loot matters, then five has to be on the bridge somewhere. Let's just put it out of fair. That has to be the case. Okay. Um. But if loot is not, we'll say not critical, because loot almost always matters a little. But let's just say it's not a critical factor um, for trying to figure this out. I would say that we have two-thirds of a really, really good Armada crew right now with Chakotay and Janeway. Uh, we have Chakotay, whose captain's maneuver increases the number of shots, and his officer ability increases your critical hit chance. So it's helping you get more criticals. So it's almost Very like a, a two-for-one, right? That yes, is, it's, it's, it, it's like Cisco. We've got two very no mitigation. Well, right, but what I was saying is we've got two very important abilities. As a matter of fact, Cisco, we said the same thing about him when he came out, is that he was two officers in one. Cisco and Chakotay are two officers in one. Let's go back to Cisco real quick. Cisco's captain's maneuver is what? Mitigation, right? Uh, mitigation. All right. Yes. And who else is a primary armada mitigation officer? Uh, five. Five, okay. And his uh, and Cisco's officer ability is? Critical chance. Critical chance build. And who else did that out of our old Armada crew? Khan. Khan. Guys, remember, the original, the OG Armada crew was 5-6 Khan. Okay? The OG Armada crew was 5-6 Khan. Then Cisco came and replaced Khan and five, kinda, with one officer minus the loot. That was the big that was the big complaint, right? Now we got Chicote. Let's look at what he does. You said the office or the captain's maneuver, increasing shots, Bubba Joe, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. who is he now? Who is he replacing now? Miles. He's replacing Miles. Officer ability. Critical chance. Who's he replacing now? Cisco or Khan. Cisco or Khan. Good. Okay. Janeway. Officer ability is what? Isolytic Cascade. Isolytic Cascade, which is? A net increased damage. Damage output. Damage output. Okay. Now, if we were using Janeway to replace someone from the traditional crew, damage output. Think carefully about this one. Who would she replace? She doesn't have a parallel to the traditional crew. Not an exact parallel, but an intended... You got your faction officers that increase damage based on... No. She would replace six because instead of piercing, she's bypassing. You got it. No. Yes. No, she's not... Re- no. No. Six makes your damage more effective, correct? Yeah, but you know what? Someone already does that. What are you talking about? Balana. Balana. Oh, you're talking. Okay, so you're going to go Balana on the bridge. Okay, I wasn't going there. But let's. Okay, so you finished then. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. So, so, but it, but Janeway is not is a, a parallel to six. 
Balana is a parallel to six. They Correct. do the same thing. They are changing your piercing so you're getting more damage, yeah. more damage not going off into space. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll go with you on that. Do we- and Balana is synergistic so that you increase the captain's maneuver of Chicote, which is giving you more shots. Right? Huh. Interesting. Do we now, know? Hang on. Do we know that Chicote or. Uh, or that uh, Bellana or Janeway gives Chicote better or worse synergy. They both get the same. Aha! Synergy doesn't matter here, Bubba Joe. Synergy doesn't matter here. Okay, it doesn't matter as long as it's a Voyager officer. It doesn't matter. Okay, so that's that's first point. Second point is I do absolutely agree that a direct parallel to six of eleven would be Bellana Torres. But let's think about the outcome of that. Increasing piercing does what? It increases the effectiveness of said damage, right? Yes. Basically meaning that we are we are hitting it with more impact out of every single shot. Correct? Yes. Okay. Correct. Janeway and her officer ability is increasing isolytic cascade by X percentage, which does bypass mitigation. Is it arguable that Janeway, through kind of her Two-fold ability, which is not only increasing your damage, but also piercing the mitigation at 100%. Is it possible that she is a replacement for the effect of 6 of 11? The effect of 6 of 11 is that you're hitting a harder shot. Is it possible? Sure. It is one of the possibilities, so it is possible. Do you think... Only when her damage increases to the point where it matches the mitigation change. Correct. Okay. But so if your mitigation, zero mitigation. If, your, if your piercing naturally, is it like, just pick a number, 65%, then she's not, she's better than 6 of 11. Because 6 of 11 isn't changing your output that much. If your natural piercing is at like 40 or 45% and 6 rails that out after a couple of rounds, that is significantly better than Janeway. They are doing very, very different things and it's going to depend on your stats of your ship against the stats of the Armada that we know nothing about. This is something that is going to be player unique and player specific. It's going to depend on your ships and your research and your ability to determine whether these armadas, you know, that armadas, some of them are very similar to specific ships. Some of them are very similar to a battleship. Some of them are very similar to an interceptor. Some of them are very similar to explorers. Have you guys all realized that? Is that something that the community has realized? Mm-hmm. Which means that depending on the ship you bring, you may not need six at all because you may already be at 65, 70% piercing. Six isn't going to move the needle for you at all. You would be better off doing something else because your piercing is already maximized, right? So this is something you have to look at through trial and error or through some sort of simulation, whether you want to load it into some tool or something. This is something you have to look at and figure out where is my piercing. So, Crusito, Janeway is not guaranteed to be better. Okay, it is just not. If you are going, if you th- thank you, uh, Mend. Uh, 
you are going from, um, you know, where you're losing half of your damage to where you're getting most of that back. Janeway's not going to match that until she's tier five, right? That's just not the reality of the situation. But if you're already getting 70% of your damage that's not going off into space, then she is a net increase to that natural mitigation and piercing that you already have. So this is the thing that you each of us has to go figure out on our own. And it's one of those things that we talked about before that what works for DJ and works for me and works for Karkin may not work for you. You may be somewhere in between or you may be completely different. It's going to depend on your ships, the armada targets you're trying to kill, and what your abilities currently are to try and mitigate those stats, right? That's the thing that is starting to evolve in this game where we are very far apart, right? We are starting to get to where what I'm doing is very different than what DJ is doing, which is very different than what Stevens Aaron is doing. That's the thing that we have to try and figure out. So let's I, – I like where this is going. This is brilliant. Okay, this is deep math. Let's take a look at an uncommon formation armada right now. Okay, and by the way, Cruzito, I hear what you're saying. As a matter of fact, when Bubba and I first started talking about this weeks and weeks ago, I had the same point. He says, what is being missed is that the artifact's boost to isolytic damage is additive. And you're correct. You're correct, Cruzito, but it is still – at this point, only a few percent of your actual shot. So let's say, Bubba Joe, that your shot is 10 million and you have a 10% isolytic damage bonus. So how much is the isolytic shot? It's going to be 1 million, right? That 1 million, Cruzito, would bypass all mitigation. So that's your plus. That's your pros con uh, or your, your, your pro column right there. Plus 1 million, right? Bubba, do you agree so far? Yes. Okay. Now, what Bubba is saying is that if your natural piercing is already, say, 65%, all right, that means we got a 10 million normal shot, Bubba Joe. And if it's mitigating 35%, how much is floating off into space? 3.5 million. 3.5 million. Then 6.5 million are going to go 80 20, right? Yep. Okay. Now, what if, Bubba, your natural piercing is only 45%, but 6 of 11 does, in fact, get you to 65%. So let's just do this simple math with a 10 million power shot. Bubba Joe, 4.5 million now gets mitigated, right? 5.5 mm -hmm. million goes to shield hull. And if somebody can do this for me real quick, what is 5.5 times 20%? Is that bigger or smaller than the one million you got from Janeway? Hmm. Okay. And that's the key. What am I gaining versus what am I losing? Okay. Janeway's shot is 0% mitigation, Divine. But it's still the 80-20 split to shield hull. So look at that. Okay, And you're right, Divine, really, truthfully, really all you need to look at is the 1 million getting through the mitigation, okay, and then the 3.5 million that is floating off into space as compared to the 5.5 million that would be floating off into space if we were using 6. Or did I say that backwards? 
The point is, what's the difference in mitigated damage on a 10 million power shot? Okay, let me, let me try to simplify this. What is the difference in mitigated damage between 65% piercing and 45% piercing? Uh, that'd be 20%. 2 million. Of your te- it'd be 2 million, yes. 2 million. So if Divine is simplifying this for us, which I think he's trying to do, we would get an extra 2 million damage to shield and hull if we use 6. If our natural mitigation was 45%, and if 6 got us to 65%. Lots of ifs there, Bubba. Which I think is kind of your point, right? Mm-hmm. This is going to be situational. You're right, Divine. 6 doesn't increase your damage, but he does increase the effectiveness of the damage that's getting through and how much is getting through. Well, in this case, Bubba Joe, if we're using 6 of 11, we're getting 6.5 million through. Assuming our natural mitigation is 45%, then we're only getting, uh, what? Our natural piercing is only 45%, then we're only getting 4.5 through. Right. So how much is the difference in getting through Two million. Two million. Two million. But Janeway would give us an extra one million. So what is our net yield and who wins that battle? In that case, six does. Six wins that battle because of the one million extra that he gets over Janeway. In that particular case. Now we're we've gone we've got so we've gone way deep in the numbers. I've seen a lot of people in the chat that are like the eyes are rolling in the back of their head. I know, this is tough. just a really complex EJ. subject. Okay. But I EJ. think the oh, point let, let me just finish this blue. The point is that we have it is the game is becoming somewhat complex and we now have instead of just everything being maximize mitigation and get criticals and increase your damage. Those are things that we have. Now, it's how do I increase damage? Is Janeway better than mitigation? Is is uh, an additional 10% critical hits per critical hit chance better than the 20% that I may get from Janeway? Is it better for me to have morale below deck not on an explorer so that I can utilize other abilities? All of these moving pieces are going to make your best in show, your best case armada crew, specific to you. Now, you can take the guidelines that we're teaching here and talking about critical chance and critical damage and hull breach, and those are all those are all kind of universally important. But when we start talking about how do I get that extra little bit, how do I get over the hump so I can get to that next level of armada, that's where you have to start looking at well, I don't need six. I'm already at 70% piercing. Or I don't need this. Someone else is going to be responsible for bringing whole breach. Those are the things that you have to either work out with your team or if you're doing this as solo, right? If you're doing a solo armada, then it's like, well, maybe one only one crew needs whole breach. You don't need whole breach on all three ships. So these are the types of questions you have to try and figure out what is best for the ships that you're doing. And in the case of formation armadas, what your team is bringing to the armada. Further, I want to address a couple of points in the chat. Linolan uh, writes, six 
is a little bit more gradual, Bubba Joe. Absolutely, that's correct, right? Uh, Cruzito says the same thing. Six needs a little bit of time to spin up. If you're trying to go for a short fight, six might be a little less useful up front. Janeway is effective right from the beginning. What would be the factor? But again, there? all based on your own stats. Exactly. What's the factors there? What's the X factor there, Karkin? You just got it. Reinforcing Bubba's point. Yes. Reinforcing Bubba's point that it might vary for you. For example, Bubba Joe, myself, Trader, we're probably maxing out our benefit from 6 of 11 by round two. Truthfully. Maybe even round one. Depending okay. on the target and whatever its base. What would that depend mitigate? on? Yeah. The target, but what else? My ship. Here of your ship. For its well, base. What, what else? Yeah. Research. Exactly. What else? Officer stats. All these things. All right. So when we're talking about the goal being damage, I think that's what everybody is agreeing to here. The efficiency here, the maximum efficiency to killing these formation armada targets that we have now are maximum damage output. Okay. Roll it fast. Uh, AJ? Yes. I will like to say, though, just in these first few days of everything rolling out. I do not know if uh, rare formation armadas drop rare formation token, uh, rare artifact tokens, or anything like that. But one thing to check quickly is to see if Tuvok impacts any new currencies that may drop as a loop booster, because he exceeds five uh, by can, tier one uh, can, for in this in this particular currency. I do not know if it applies, but he would synergize with Chakotay. So if there's if it turns out that these things are e more easily beatable, and that there's like rare loot that Tuvok would boost, that is something to consider. So, uh, can we cover just uh, so? What does Tuvok do? Yeah, let's talk about because, Tuvok because formation armadas have been broken for the entire time he exists. So I want to know oh, no, that's not what true. he actually does. Yeah, that's not true. But, 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 here's what he does. All right, take a look at a formation armada target, everybody. Um, as we know, loot officers do not affect anything bundle-related. So anything that comes in a starter chest. 5 of 11 affects starter chest, anybody? No. Nope. All right, so um, the super mega chest, does 5 of 11 get us more than 10 shards? No. All right. All 5 of 11, or Tuvok, or any other loot officer, doctor, all they do is they improve the actual native raw cargo that is being held by the Formation Armada target. In this case, from an uncommon Formation Armada target, you're looking at the actual standard artifact tokens, Bubba Joe. All right. And indeed, yes, Tuvok does work. As a matter of fact, he works now. Because what's broken about Formation Armada targets right now? The artifact shards. The direct bundles. What about the loot that drops from the artifact? Are you guys still getting that? Yes. Yes, you are. So would Tuvok affect the number of artifact tokens that you can bring home from an uncommon artifact or an uncommon Formation Armada target right now? The no. answer is yes. I'm guessing not. So, no, so the answer I guess is yes, actually. He is improving the number of artifact tokens because that is the base raw loot. If you scan a formation armada target, you're only going to see one currency. If you click on it, it says artifact token. 
So he's boosting the exact same thing that the building is. Correct. Yes, that's correct. All right. And again, it might be arguable that with a three-day cooldown, that loot bonus is very inconsequential in a lot of cases. Now I know well, for it's also inconsequential because the the loot isn't that much. No, that may that in and of itself. Listen, we were just talking about situational things. You know who I think Tuvok is for? The small ships in your in those whales armadas. Yeah, I I was doing a we we call it quarterbacking when like someone helps coordinate the formation armadas and I got the quarterback salary from being in a bunch of them because of it. So I haven't worried about tokens in a long time, but like everyone in my alliance is worried about them because yeah. they, they're just struggling to get them. If you're a smaller player and you've got, you know, you've got big ships going to run these formation targets, you're probably not sitting on a ton of loot. All right. So Tuvok would be very valuable to that player, Bubba Joe, to you or trader. Maybe not. Okay. But Tuvok is valuable to somebody who can't natively earn a lot of loot themselves based on the ship power. Okay. Further, directives have slowed down. Now everybody's just pretty much getting one star a week. All right. Those, uh, those loot banks are going to run out eventually. I think some people are probably seeing their, their banks dwindle down just a little bit because they haven't been running as many starts. And you certainly haven't been running very many starts now because the Dagon things are broken in their primary chief payout. But yes, LMNOP, there are loot in the formation armada targets. Okay? So yes, I would argue that Tuvok is important to the younger, smaller players, Bubba Joe. Okay? Now, uh, but to a larger player, no. And regarding next month, whatever the loot is, can... Let's, let's talk about this for a second, since we're talking about Tuvok. Bubba, if the uncommon is dropping artifact tokens, the standard artifact tokens, and we already, in a lot of cases, maybe not majority or maybe not everywhere, but in already in a lot of cases, there's way too much of this loot out there. Do you expect that that will be the loot in a rare formation armada? Asking Bubba. Well, I mean, it depends, right? Okay. And it depends because they reused the loot for FKR Armadas, right? And Epic and Rare reused the same loot for Cardassian Armadas. So it's really hard to tell what the direction they're going to go. And but, just because we have an overabundance of regular Armada tokens doesn't mean that Scopely won't think we need more. Okay. Or won't realize that we have an abundance and force us to get more anyway. Okay. On the other hand, there are examples to the contrary as well, though, right? Sure. Exchange Armadas, where there's uncommon, rare, and epic loot. Yep. Even the Cardassian Armadas, which are paying traditional loot because they use traditional directives but for the purposes of their content loop they are actually paying cardassian loot okay formation armadas of course paying the artifact tokens what about uh, solo armadas is there rare uncommon and epic loot there and bajoran 
Borg. Okay, it's possible. There is. Yeah, no, there's right. There's arguments here on, on either side. I can't say yay or nay. That is something to keep in mind, isn't it, Bubba Joe? If the currency ends up being the same, then Tuvok might have a role. Because let's not pretend. If the currency is the same, and I'm not saying that it is, but if the currency was the same, Bubba Joe, then well, I think it's most assuredly that there would have to be an improved chest because if it was the same currency with the same chest, nobody's going to care. Well, worse yet, if it is a different currency, both Tuvok and the Artifact Gallery won't affect it. Oh, my. So that like means they made an officer for... a a loot that nobody really needs more of. Well, I would, like, I would argue sorry. that Tuvok was always more valuable as a below-deck officer anyway. Okay? He was always more valuable as a below-deck officer anyway for Voyager. I, I don't think I've ever flown him on the bridge. All right, I know some people have for the loot, all right, but he was more valuable as a below-deck officer, it, I think, from the start. So I don't, I don't, I no, don't divine want to go down. Tuvok that only boosts one specific type of token, mm-hmm. only one. If they give us a new token, a new currency with the rares, he won't do anything to it. Uh, an example to support Bubba Joe's position, divine might be, I don't know, frequency modulators. <laughs> you guys remember that? Uh, everybody got a little bit upset about that. Okay. So it could be something like that. Again, very, very good points to keep uh, in mind when selecting your crew for the new rare formation armada targets. I can assure you guys, damage is going to continue to be the key. Kill it fast, kill it hard, kill it now. Okay. They're probably going to have some kind of ship ability, rare, like isolatic defense or something. Something that's not interesting. They're going to have that. a significantly higher isolatic defense. Interesting, you bring that up, Karkin. Maybe overall defense. Do uncommon formation armadas already have isolytic defense? Yeah, the negative of it or something, right? They have the you ability aim for which it. one gives you better. Yeah. Actually, they have a formula calculation piece for isolytic damage, but it's currently at zero. So depending on the ability of the ship or the ability of the target, the leg that you've chosen, based on the ship that you fly, you can manipulate that data. But the point is, isolytic is impacting the performance of the armada. Can we agree on that? Isolytic, offense or defense, whatever, is affecting the actual performance of the formation armada. No. Yes. Isolytic defense is not changing anything for a formation armada. Uh, sorry. It has isolytic defense. Okay. And that is changing it. I, I should have clarified. Okay. Either way, let, let's just summarize. Is isolytic a factor? Yes, it is. Yes. Will isolytic be a factor for the rares? Yes, it will. To a larger scale. In my humble opinion. Is it going to be like isolytic is the key to damaging it? I have not seen actual data. All I know is that isolytic will be very important. So Janeway's important. 
Janeway's the captain. She's always been important. Well, she's not going to be in the captain's chair. Well, <laughs> she's a very important character nonetheless. All right? Very important character nonetheless. All right? That is where we should probably, probably pause this. But I've got more things that I feel like we could discuss, but I'm afraid they're going to be too leaky. Um... Officers are left. Let me just ask. Let me just ask real quick. Um, how, if you were choosing an ability, folks, that doesn't yet exist within a Voyager character or Voyager officer, what would you want to pair with Chakotay and Janeway? I'm just curious. Just curious. Below deck, booster. Below deck, multiple burn. shots. That's that's not being paired with Chakotay and Janeway. Shield regen. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Yeah. Shield regen. Oh yeah, that would be seven of nine. Oh yeah, that that's got to be it. Seven of nine with the shield regen, being that you gotta pay it out, but she's worth it, kind of officer. And then you got Paris under deck to cover mitigation. Yeah, you'd have everything. Shield yeah, regen. Baba Joe, seven. what is shield regen? What is that? What does that focus on? Um. Well, that's survivability. Oh, does that either shield regen or shield mitigation alteration, like a okay, okay, interesting, or, or, uh, interesting thought there, Karkin. What would shield mitigation alteration do? <laughs> totally add your ISO. If you're punching through. You got no change. Doesn't and you're not mitigated by either mitigation. No, but she's still stopped by the shields. Correct. If you can all punch through with mitigation from the shields, like change that 80-20, then your isolytic damage is going to hit that much harder. That's well, the very... opponent's 80-20. Yes, I'm, I definitely mean opponent. Well, you're already affecting yours if she's the captain, so it would have to be. Is that, is that a new term, shield piercing? It's not a new term. It's shield, too confu- shield piercing it's... does exist. Uh, technically, no, like, that's uh, a different thing. Shield super piercing? I don't know. Interesting thoughts here, Bubba Joe. All right. I kind of like that idea. I would be curious to see a defensive mechanism introduced when this entire show has been about maximizing your offense. If you had shield regen, combining that with Janeway, when she converts all damage to shields would be spectacular. But defensive officer, you say, if only there was a defensive officer for Voyager, if only. Oh, wait, there is. Yeah, it already exists. Yeah. So that's why I'm not. We we just spent the last hour talking about damage output. And you guys are going to revert back to defensive and prolonging battle. You've heard nothing. Good God. <laughs> but, but if, uh, Jesus if seven, criminy. Oh. If the officer was going to live up to Seven's reputation, <laughs> it would be shield bypass plus shield regen. Oh, goodness gracious. I, I like. Be like she's take the shield away from the from the uh, opponent. Goodness gracious. I think. <laughs> I, I think. Uh, I think we're going to get a uh, TNG warp style officer that enhances your warp speed when you run away from battle. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll get a bridge officer that um, that 
No, I have to stop. I was getting ready to accidentally do something stupid. All right, uh, there you go. That is what we are prepared to share with you guys here today, our theory crafting on what will come with rare formation armadas. Okay, We've given you a couple of scenarios, a handful of officers of which you're going to have to see who's better for you. And it will depend by ship, by target, by statistic, and even by leg. Bubba Joe. Even the uncommons now have a quote-unquote designated ship per leg. We made a rhyme about it one night on Twitch Trader. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it, it was something. I don't remember. Something like... It's probably eat, dirty. Eat, eat, it was, I think, kind of dirty. It was, it was like eating ice cream <laughs> uh, or... or mm-hmm. Well, well. Something... something I think the word blow. Rhymes are supposed to help your memory. I think bl- I think the word really blow failed. was in there at some point too. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost sure. Trader, does that sound familiar to you? I'm pretty sure the word blow was yes. in that. Yeah. Yes, it sure does. Does anybody re- remember exactly what we talked about? Because I'm pretty sure uh, the word blow was there, and it was it was it was like halfway dirty. All right. Uh, oh my God, that's it. Thank you, Otter. Otter remembered it. <laughs> can i read this can i read this right now trader because it's, it's slightly you can read it i wasn't going to say it. uh Otter reminds us that we did create the uh analogy or the anagram if you will whatever whatever that what, what is it called is that an anagram when you create a thing that stands for letters um otter <laughs> the the word was blow um the another word was Everyone. (laughs) And another word was indiscriminately. Thank you, Otter. I'm actually really, really proud of you for remembering that. I mean, that's that's very impressive. All right. That's very impressive that you remember that. Thank you for that, by the way. That was actually really funny. Um, (laughs) The things we do on Twitch. All right. um, Bubba, let's take a break. DJ's after dark. Yeah. Uh, Let's take a break. When we come back. Uh, let's see. Did we did we hit most of the show notes here, Bubba? I know we have to do fantasy. Flick I don't think we hit any of the show notes. Yeah, we did. Um, formation attack crewing rare formation armadas leaked. We got to do fantasy fleet command. I have given way too many hints, and I even have more to give. Uh, we can do BP giveaways very quickly. Uh, the, really, the only thing we didn't touch on was chasing artifacts through target selection. But I think I'm going to skip it. I believe accidentally that you guys have already talked your talked to yourselves about a possible hint regarding artifact acquisition. So we're just going to leave it there. Okay? Griffin says, "Wait, there were notes?" Yeah, every show has notes. I I did drift a little bit. Bubba Bubba, I think I think I lost him there for a minute. All right, Bubba. Did, did, you dr- you drifted like Tokyo Drift, DJ. Yeah, I drifted. I drifted for a few. You minutes. were slow walking, and he had no idea where. <laughs> yeah, I, I drifted for a little bit, but 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 we came back around. We finally landed. All right. So uh, anyway, all right, okay, okay. Bubba, are you satisfied with the way that we we came back around? We might have lost you for a minute, or I, I might have lost it, but we came back. Right, we came back. Are you sure. satis- are you satisfied with the way we presented that? Or is there anything sure. else? Do you want to do you want to wrap up with any kind of conclusion before we take a break? 
Not that I can think of. Okay. All right. We're going to take our last break. When we come back, Bubba Joe has been dying to play a game of Fantasy Fleet Command. We're going to give away some battle passes. I'm going to read hints, okay? And, uh, and we'll call it a night because I'm a little bit hungry and I want to go eat some beefaroni out of a can because I don't cook when it's just me at the house. So, like, what am I going to eat? I might. You know what? I could heat up a party pizza. Maybe I'll make a party pizza tonight. That sounds delicious. It's very unhealthy. Just, oh, I guess you can't order one. You're a little, a little distance away. You know, I am. <clears throat> what I, makes the pizza a party pizza? Nothing. Instead of it, just every pizza being a party pizza. Honestly, party pizzas are so cheap, man. Totina's party pizzas are like 60 cents, man. They're like the Robin Oh, so Hood. it's like a brand name? It's, like Yeah. It's because they have fake cheese on them. Yeah, oh, yeah, so. they're terrible. They're like the ramen noodles of, of pizza is what yeah, they are. They're, okay, They're terrible. Party pizzas are the ramen noodles of pizza. Like, seriously, you can buy a pack of five pizzas for like three bucks, and they are delicious. You, when you were in school, does anybody remember uh, at school you guys had square pizza? Like, you remember when you went to, when, when you went to grade school and you had square pizza? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's- yeah, they made them in those big uh, sheet pans. Yeah, you guys are eating party pizza. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, that was disgusting then. And it's School pizza now. was the best, man. That's a lie. School pizza was so good. Oh, School man. pizza was pretty good. School pizza was good. Oh, my God. All right, those were party pizzas. Just throwing that it out there. It was good, but it was not the best. I, I think that the, all you are doing is having like an eight-year-old's memory of what that crap tasted like. No, we already established earlier that my memory sucks. Okay. Oh, there's no Delta involved. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go. But yeah, that's right. Every day, Waffly, uh, every Friday was pizza day at my school. Every Friday was square pizza day. Uh, and yes, as an adult, I have found a suitable replacement for square pizza. It is from Totino's. It's called Party Pizza. And they are so cheap. They're like, seriously, you can get a five pack for like three bucks. And uh Unfortunately, they have not sponsored the show today, but might have to give them a call, Trader. I'll, I'll send them this clip. <laughs> I'll send them this you clip. Have Caesars? Uh, oh, my God. No, not in my town. Yeah, I'm going to send them this clip. Hey, Totino's, uh, go to your local grocer today and look for Totino's Party Pizza, also right in the section next to Totino Pizza Rolls uh, for a nice little side anytime snack in your air fryer. Try them out today. That's Totino's Party Pizza at your local grocer's freezer. I think what that I kind think, of monster? I think that's worth like a thousand dollars. I want to know what kind of monster makes pizza rolls in an air fryer. That what? is a an abomination. No, they're great. Why is that an abomination? No, they're great. Trader. They are only great. belong in a microwave. No, oh, what? Oh, no, no. You the microwave makes a mushy. No. no. Have you tried it? No. No, 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 no. They get soggy in the microwave, man. Listen, it's faster than the oven. In the oven, they're crispy and crunchy, okay? The air fryer makes them crispy and crunchy. The microwave makes them soggy. Yeah. No. 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 Sorry. You're wrong. Look at the chat. Look at the chat. You are wrong. Sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. All right. I will accept no answer until you microwave one and air fry one and try them side by side. Yeah, you need to try a couple. Trader, please. Okay, it's like I know. Pineapple on pizza? No. no. Hey, Bubba. That's bold. Incorrect. All right. Wrong. Listen. A crime against humanity. Stop. Stop everything. Stop everything. I officially. Air fryers are king. I officially need yeah. to request an official uh, documentarian. What would that be called? A, re- a recorder? 
All right, we need uh, a. Tr- 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 I need Trigger a. Trigger has a repressed has a repressed antagonism against air fryers. Apparently, I need a request. I okay, I need somebody official to start making our to do list because Trader, while we're in Los Angeles, you're eating uh, a party pizza uh, a pizza roll out of an air fryer. Okay, it's gonna happen, and. <laughs> And we need to start making a list of all the stuff we want to do. We've got a karaoke night, right? And, Bubba, I feel like there was something else that you and I had already talked about doing, and I've already forgotten what it was. Trader, what was it? Crap. You know, I, I don't even know that I'm going to Los Angeles, so I don't know why we're making plans. Oh, you're, you're coming to Los Angeles. We have to sing Faith of the Heart in a karaoke bar. <sighs> all right. Yeah. So so that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to have to eat pizza rolls out of an air fryer. And and Ripper and I uh, no, have, medic. Ripper and I have rescheduled our sprite challenge as well. So that's going to happen. Oh, that's going to that's going to be bad. <laughs> uh, medic, I ate pizza at Lombardi's. Not impressed. What's Lombardi's? Is it good? It's a restaurant in uh, Little Italy, and it was fine. Sounds good. All right, we got to take our final the break. Oven all Just the- fine. I'm going to put on Show a few extra commercials. With a wagon of M&Ms. We're going to put on a few <laughs> extra commercials so I can go start my air fryer. Uh, we'll be back after this to give away some battle passes, give away some hints, and hand Bubba Joe another defeat in Fantasy Fleet Command. It all comes up on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a moment. Hang on. This portion of the show brought to you by CrazyBunch.org. Are you old like Bubba Joe and get tired playing video games? Surtail has a solution for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. You could try an energy gummy for those long incursion events, or just to keep yourself conscious while you're doing all that mining. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or visit CrazyBunch.org for more information. Hey folks, more of that shameless self-promotion, twitching track had a big goal set out for July and you guys smashed it. We are 33% of the way towards our huge promotional giveaway in the month of October and if you're just hearing about it, well, find out more. Visit us on our Twitch page and subscribe to the channel using a simple tier 1 recurring sub for 4.99 or less and be automatically entered to win your share of up to $2,000 worth of game packs in the month of October. Plus, witness irresponsibility and shenanigans along the way. Twitching Trek needs your help reaching 350 tier 1 or higher subs for August and September to hit goal. So visit our page today and win big with Twitching Trek and UltimateDJsPlays.com. No purchase necessary. See official rules on Discord for details. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest. Have hard-to-find rare toys or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. That's Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Simcoe Chemical Corporation, makers of trihydroxide dexyandrolene metachloride diacetate. Now more than ever, the smart choice over hydrobromide hexidoxamine chloronitrate. All right, taco team. Now that Taco Tuesday is everyone's favorite Mexican catchphrase, we need a new slogan that will separate us. Feed me some ideas, people. How about... Soft Shell Saturdays. No way, Jose. The crab joint down the street does that already. Ooh, yeah. I was there on a blind date last week. I think I got crabs two ways that night. Oof, ouch. How about hard taco Thursdays? Already Googled it. 
Pornhub has that one on lockdown. Huh? Trust me, you don't want to know. Oh, wait, I've got it. Salsa Sundays. A, salsa's a dance. B, football's coming up. On Sundays, they'll be eating more pizza than a stone teenager at Domino's. <laughs> Not going to work. Round meat Mondays? Also Pornhub. This is it. Fat-free crema Fridays. Yikes. Somebody order a Mexican pizza. This is going to take a while. It's time now for Stoned Movie Reviews. Stoned movie critics for stoned moviegoers. Hey, gang. Welcome back to another episode of Stoned Movie Reviews. Today's flick is none other than The Meg 2. The Meg 2? What? Like, Meg Ryan? And Megan Fox? No, man. The Meg. Like the super big shark that can eat entire subs and stuff. That's not so impressive, man. My munchies were so crazy last week, I took down three subs in one sitting. Hold my hoagie, Mr. Big Shark. Eating a sub from Subway and an entire submarine is pretty different, don't you think? I guess it depends how hungry you are, man. We'll be right back after testing this theory out. You think sharks eat fresh? Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the bathtub. Ouch! Mom, the shark is stuck in my butt! It's the story that was too terrifying for Shark Week. Daddy, Mommy Shark, baby, please! Baby Shark making babies cry! There's so much blood. Tonight at 9. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome back. Uh, from our final commercial break, we got a few things to jump into here very quick. And uh, and then we're going to get ready to bounce on out of here. Because uh, I am watching the chat right now, Trader, and I'm looking at all of these memes about pizza and pizza rolls. And I am just, I'm literally dying right now. I'm so I am also hungry. hungry now too. I'm hungry, man. Now, now, if Ripper were here, I know he had to go do a couple of things. Um, if Ripper were here, he would tell you that today. Uh, and and listen, no secret on this trader. Ripper opened up. We talked about it last night on Twitch. Ripper's going through a really challenging time uh, personally with the loss of his mother, and uh, and he had made a comment the other day that he was in bed pretty much all day. And, um, you know, I, I was also in bed all day. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe was the one that, that, that drug me out of my bedroom today uh, in the literal sense. Not, not, or not the literal sense. Wait, what? How do you say that? Like, how do you say that? Like, he didn't drag me out of bed, but he was the one that drug me out of bed. 
All right. He he got me up and moving today because honestly, Trader, until like whatever time I started prepping for the show, I was kind of in my feels too. You know, it's, it's, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Lots of lots of different things. You know, Ripper and I actually talked for several hours, uh, a couple hours earlier today. And, and kind of talking about, if we're going to be healthy here for a moment, Trader, talking about, like, pain is pain, right? Like, nobody's pain to them, perceptionally. Nobody's pain is any different or any more severe or any harder than anybody else's pain. Um, I have actually not talked uh to ripper a lot about my situation here as of late because he has his own thing going on right and and he was an amazing friend today an amazing friend today because despite his stuff that he's got going on he wanted to talk about me today he wanted to ask me about me uh which allowed me to to kind of talk to him a little bit and share why I hadn't really talked to him because I felt bad, right? Like I felt guilty. I didn't want to talk to my friend about my pain because I know that Ripper's in pain. Um, and he wrote me something really beautiful today uh, about just that, uh, that everybody, uh, everybody perceives their pain in a way that is, you know, not to use the word in, in the definition trader, but, but to any individual, any pain is painful. Doesn't matter what the cause of it is. Doesn't matter if anybody's pain is more serious or if anybody's causality is more serious or less serious. I told him that I felt like my problems paled uh, in in the emotions that he must feel, and he's like, you know, but to you, they're every bit as real as my feelings are to me, which allowed me to talk to him about that, and I'm very, very grateful. Uh, to Ripper for actually being kind to me today, despite everything he's going through, Trader, to check on me. Because Bubba, and, and you did the same, because Bubba I was in bed all day. I didn't really get out of bed. Th- this has been a, a rough stretch of week. I've done content every day since Wednesday, Trader. Why? Well, Thursday, um, Oliver was at his mommy's. And Friday, Oliver was at his mommy's. And Saturday, Oliver was at his mommy's, and today, Oliver's at his mommy's. My, and, and, and you know my big boys, they went back to their mommy's. They're playing football, so I'm not even going to see them for a few weeks. So my house is empty, man. Yeah, idle hands, Kirk. My house is empty, and that's been a little bit of a struggle. Bubba Joe, you've talked to me a little bit about that. He's, Bubba Joe's been a great, great influence on trying to just get me up and, and, and motivated to go do something. Honestly, Bubba, true or false? I honestly, my, my first words to you today were, I don't want to do a show. True. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do a show today because I I was I was in my feels. I was sad. I was lonely. My house has been empty for four days. Bubba, what time did you finally get me out of bed? Four o'clock. Uh, I think a little earlier than that, but something like that. Yeah. yeah. Four o'clock in the afternoon. As a matter of fact, I I told him I said in a message the only thing I literally had gotten out of bed for today was to to take a tinkle in the potty and eat a bowl of cereal. All right, <laughs> that's all I had done today. All right, so um, I I just want to take a healthy moment and and thank Ripper uh, and also remind you guys uh, of what he's got going on and what we've all got going on and and none of it is uh is any more or less important to you and and everybody knows that all right uh i felt awkward today trader talking to ripper about 
my feelings when I know what he's got going on, right? And yeah. and he said, you know, I actually want to talk about something else. So let, yeah, let's talk about you. Like, how are you? So don't be scared of that. In in today's healing moment, if you will, Trader, uh, your pain is your pain, and it's very real to you, and it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to ask about it, guys. Okay. Um, I'm very grateful to Rip. I'm grateful to Bubba Joe, and I'm grateful to Trader for for being by me and uh, and and getting me out of the bed today. Because here we are doing a show, and uh, and we're not going to hit four hours, thankfully, Bubba Joe, unless you get me fired up about the Packers or something crazy like that. But I I would just say, <laughs> would I do that? Yeah, I would just say that uh, in in today's positivity segment, in today's healing moment, don't don't feel guilty about asking for help. Don't feel guilty about sharing your experience or sharing your pain because your pain is yours and it's real to you. And anybody who tries to diminish that is trying to diminish you. And you cannot allow that to happen. Okay? Your pain deserves your attention and deserves your attempt at healing. And nobody should trivialize that to you because if it's real for you, that is the only person that matters. Okay? All right, that's it. You matter to you, and your pain is real to you, and therefore, to people who love and care about you, your pain is real to them. And that is okay. All right, there you go. Um, before the break, I said that I would give a hint. Bubba Joe, do you want to do, do you want to do the hints first and then do Fantasy Fleet Command? We got some battle passes to give away, and Trader, how do you want to do that? I the battle the 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 spammer oh, room is hmm. locked. Spammer room is locked. We can't use that tonight. So we got to do something different. Do you want to do you ah. do you want me to reset the spammer mm-hmm. room and do do a battle pass drawing on you know like on Twitch a little bit later? But that gives everybody a chance to enter. You want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's okay. Do that. All right. So so I have to go in and reset it then. Crap. Uh, where spam? Okay, hang on. Okay, Sp- uh, spam it. Reset. Reset. Okay, spam it is now reset. Now I have to unlock it, right, Trader? I'm going to go in here. Yeah. Go to that. Okay. All right. Boom. Saved. There you go. Who's going to be number one? Dragon Keeper got it. Good job. Woo. Look at it going crazy there. <laughs> Look at that go. Look at it going crazy. All right. So if you're listening in podcast form, we're going to give you 48 hours. All right. Wait. What is today? Sunday? Yeah. Let's let's do it Thursday. So we're going to give you 96 hours, all right, or or well, f- roughly four days, three and a half. Some Thursday night, Thursday night, we will draw. How many you want to give, Trader? Uh, you want to do you want to do two? Four? You want to do four? Let's do four. You want to do four? Oh, silly question to ask. Obviously, she was going to say four. There you go. Four battle passes will be given Thursday night, um, and we'll do the drawing on Twitch, but you can enter off-air. You don't have to be present to win. Uh, no purchase is necessary. See Discord for official rules. Is that good, Trader? Is that how I'm supposed to say it? Exactly. All right, thank you. Uh, yeah, so if you're listening in podcast, join in on the Discord by visiting our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Join the Discord, enter in the spam room, and it's that easy. You could win yeah. um, a free August battle pass. All right, so we'll do that. And for the, um, for and- the love of all that's holy... 
spam in the spam it room, Please. not in the general chat room. Are people spamming the chat? I actually went down yes, to spam it. Yes, it won't work in there. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Look, there's a lot of them there. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't spam in there. Go to, go to the spam it room. Spam it. Spam it room. Okay. Uh, there you go. Uh, Bubba Joe, did you did you actually prepare a fantasy flea command or something today? Uh, I dubbed Trader as the host oh. to come up with some topics. Okay, Trader, are you wanting to do that now, or do you want me to give hints first, and then we'll do Fantasy Fleet Command afterwards? We can do it in whatever order you want, oh, although I, I note that I was not convinced to do this. I'm doing this out of the kindness of my heart. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Your heart is very kind. Like, you're a very kind person. I mean, if we wanted to take 60, That's a lie, if we wanted okay. to take 60 seconds and, and continue the love here... All right, we, could, we Bubba, Bubba. Do you think that we could spend sixty seconds and, and give Trader all the reasons that she is uh, is amazing and loved? Like, do we want to do this this positivity oh segment God. here? No, I don't think I, we can fit it all in sixty no. seconds. Obviously, we can't fit it in sixty seconds. But I mean, we could we could come up with a few things in sixty seconds, right? I don't think that uh, Trader is uh, interested in this sort of uh, feelings. <laughs> Trader, That's do you not like true. feelings? Are you not a feelings I don't person? Like feelings. I have one, I have one feeling: rage. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So uh, while you're channeling your rage into preparing a game of Fantasy Fleet Command uh, community, I will read you a hint. Oh, Bubba Joe. Yes. Today is Sunday. Arc launch is on Tuesday, right? That is correct. Oh, crap. So I got to do two hints. Probably. Well, that's unfortunate because the one that I wrote was really long. So now <laughs> I got to. Can I just break it in half and do that, or do I need to give two things? Uh, I'd do two things, three things, four things. Do what, all the things. All the things? How many things? Why do you want all the things? All right. Why would I not want all Okay, you know what? Listen. I'm a joke. He wants it all and he wants it now. Uh, yeah, that's true. All right, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. All right, Bubba Joe, here's how we're going to do this. Um, <laughs> I, I, I could... See, I was gonna, I was gonna mess with people again today, Bubba Joe. I could say that uh, this hint is not as much a hint as it is a call out, right? Like maybe, maybe, maybe instead of trying to prepare something super deep, Bubba Joe, I just warn Scopely about something. Could I do that? Sure. <laughs> Community, are you okay with me warning Scopely about something? Can we do that? All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me let me jot a little something here. Let me just see what I can come up with off the tip of my tongue, Bubba Joe. As a you know, you know, I'm a I'm a lyrical genius. All right. I really should be a guest star on Wild and Out. This there's a '90s song lyric of that too, by the way. I love that show, by the way. So funny. For some reason, it's showing up on my Facebook feed a lot here lately. I've been spending more time on Facebook Trader, which is where apparently I'm told the old people hang out. So uh, I've been watching a lot of old Wild and Out clips on Facebook. <laughs> I guess because I'm old. I don't know. All right. Uh, this feature was called upon... Uh, how many syllables was that? 
This feature was called by DJs to be DOA. But Scopely ain't given up so easily, so they say. New tech will appear to frustrate us all. Have they solved any problems or could upon us a new chest fall? Is it paid or is it free? There are so many questions coming to me. All I can say is for now, I will wait. For all eyes are on you, Scopely, to determine Forbidden Technology's fate. What I can say is that another piece can be earned. And for free to play, that's great. Unless with Catalyst, you are burned. So this hint isn't really a hint at all. It's calling you out, Scopely, trying to help you not drop the ball. Oh, snap! All right. Uh, so what, what did you think? I, for the record, I made that up. 10. I made that up. 10 out of 10. Really? A 10? I like it. Dragon Keeper says it's not a hint. I know. You know what? It, you know, it is a hint, though, Dragon Keeper. It is a hint. All right. Except it's not a hint for you guys. Okay. That's right. That's right. It's a hint to Scopely. And by the way, there, re there really was... There really was kind of a hint in there for you. It's not necessarily a hint, Bubba Joe's kind of a leak. All right, but there, there was information for people in there. True. All right, but the hint was for you, Scopes. And by the way, no, Scopely does take hints. They're listening. I know they're listening. I'm going to get called in the principal's office tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, you want the hint that I actually had prepared? I can give you a hint that, that was actually prepared if, if you want that. Or we could just call it right there because I feel like that was pretty amazing, Bubba Joe. I should go record an album. Is that what you Can think? somebody drop a beat? Can somebody drop a hot beat, please? All right. All right. Here you go. Here's the one that we prepared. Um, all right. Two officers have brought abilities to the field. And I actually kind of regret not being able to use a third. Will it come in this month? And what's his yield? To leave it absent would be absurd. Coming soon in August received some old and new and things in between. The finale of Voyager will be achieved. And with it, a path for sourcing for that nebula has caffeine. Oh, that was pretty good, too. That was pretty good, too, there, Bubba Joe. I liked, I liked how good. it ended. That yeah. Was, yeah, there, you know, see, it was a little bit longer. It was a little bit more fluff in there, Trader. But the payoff came right at the very end. The payoff came right at the very last line. Did anybody write down my... my did anybody write down my sonnet for Scopely? I feel like that was really good. I want to share that. <laughs> anybody write that down? Okay, um, I can read you the re I can read you the one I wrote again, but but I, I don't think I could go back and make the other one up, Bubba Joe, because I just I just spit it. I was I was freestyling. I just spit that that nasty rap right there. That nasty rhyme. So there's no record of it anywhere. Okay, here you go. I'm gonna give it to you one more time. Not 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 the good one. All right, here we go. 
Two officers have brought abilities to the field, and I regret not being able to use a third. Will it come in this month, and what's his yield? To leave it absent would be absurd. Coming soon in August received some old and new and things in between. The finale of Voyager will be achieved, and with it a path for sourcing, for that nebula has caffeine. All right, there you go. That's all I got for you guys today. Uh, there you go. Trader, are we ready to go? Is that it for the day? Are we, uh, are we good? Time to, time to hit the road, Jack. Uh, Bubba Joe is... Check your EPM. Oh, Trader's actually going to let us go, Bubba Joe. I was, I was trying to just make... He doesn't want to do this at all. Yeah, <laughs> she was actually going to let us go. I was going to bounce. I was. I was trying. I mean, obviously, I was going to let you play F Fantasy Fleet Command, but, you know, I was going to try to sneak out of here. I really want some pizza. But uh, there we go. All right. So, Trader, do you have something prepared for us? Uh, do, we have a, sure. do, we have a, do we have a theme? All right. Yeah. Kirk says I'm going to get – I'm absolutely going to get drug into the office tomorrow. Why? What did I say that was so bad? I feel like that was a good one. No, I didn't get it approved. Why, why would I do that? Why would I do something silly like Are that? Are you new here? Yeah, what? Come what? on. Why would I get anything approved? I don't think that was a leak. Bubba. All right. Maybe maybe I'm a dummy. Bubba, was that hint too obvious? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Good. That's actually really funny, crazy. Why should you get your content approved, DJ? They don't approve theirs. <laughs> That's actually super funny. All right, Trader. Uh, <laughs> what do you got for us on Fantasy Fleet Command tonight? All right. Uh, you, got a, you got us a topic, right? I figured we'd go back to basics. All right. Uh, the, most, the most essential captains in the game. All right, most essential captains in the game. Bubba Joe, as a courtesy, I will allow you to go first. You get the number one draft pick. I'll probably regret this later, but I'm feeling sorry for your multiple repeated in a row losing streak. Is that so? Yeah. All right. Kicking your butt pretty, pretty hard there, Bubba. Number one most popular captain in the game. Who's it going to be, Baba Joe? Um, are, are we in the game? Yes, in the game. Is there is there a specific like ops range? No. We're nope. Oh, Most popular captain in the game. Oh God. Not popular. Essential. 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 Essential for what exactly? Anything oh, for playing the game. Well, then, I'm not going to narrow this down. All right, for you. no, that's fine. I guess you there's an obvious, obvious answer here. Yeah, go ahead. All right, go ahead, Bubba Joe. By the way, I have two. I have two that I'm going to pick. If Bubba takes either one of them, I'm going with the other one. So I, I know what I'm going to go with. Bubba Hustle. Well, I think I think <laughs> yeah, the number one answer has to be the original Pike. Yeah. Yep. That's what I was going with. And if Bubba goes with the original Pike, then I'm going with five of eleven. All right, th those were those were the two, one one or the other. 
All right, so that there that's mine. Baba Joe, number two. Uh, let's see. So you took you took Strange New Worlds, Pike, huh? No, I took five of eleven. Oh, you took five of eleven? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Think the next most critical is I'm I'll I'll double up I'll go Pike Pike I don't have a problem with that Oh no 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 that's terrible Just remember you're trying to get people to vote for you so Con what do you got Con as a captain Wait Oh captain. shoot you want captains Okay all right hang on hang on hang on hang on, hang on. Mulligan. I get a mulligan. All right. Um, Picard. Old Picard. Or uh, TNG Picard. TNG Picard. All right. So you went five TNG Picard. Yeah. And I've gone Pike Pike. Yep. Which automatically guarantees you a loss. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> um. I think I'm going to go with Rom next. What? Oh, you're so losing this. Cisco. I can't believe you left Cisco on the table. Sure. I mean, that's that's a debate of whether armadas or rating is more important. Right? And you already have I'm, some people who are I'm good shocked. at rating ar armadas. I'm shocked none of you are, like, picking PvP captains. I mean, isn't that an essential part of the game? Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many are we picking? Four five. or five? You want to go five? I've got two more. All right. Your list, I'm just saying, your list would be far different from mine. Yeah. Yeah, his is pretty terrible. I should win this easily. <laughs> All right. I am going to dip dip into the history books. I'm going to go way back. Oh, my God. I'm going to go Harry Mudd. What? What? Are you intentionally trying to throw this thing? What? Yeah, Bubba. <laughs> okay. You're talking about old, the multi-shot officer, right? Mud, Which one? Multi-shot. Harry Mud. Multi-shot. Yeah, the multi-shot. Multi-shot, no whole damage. Yes. Okay. That much. All right. Uh, let's see. Wow. I think it's around you know 57. You just kind of lose touch with the game. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. So I've got Cisco. I've got five. I've got Picard. So I got PVE. I got Armadas. I got loot. Yeah. So what's more important, Trader? PVP or cheesing? <laughs> What's more important, PvP or cheesing? Community, I'll let PvP. you guys pick. What's more important, cheesing or PvP? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not using Leslie. 
Uh, that's not <laughs> who I was thinking. Everybody says cheesing. All right, then I'm going to go with Yuki. Ooh, Yuki. Interesting. Yeah. One more left for each of you. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, I mean, it's it's really hard to uh, really hard. I've got I've got mining covered. Um, no, I don't. I haven't taken a mine. You don't need mining. Um, you don't need mining. Is that really, really need mining? I mean, you could Wait, having mining, mining is useful, is, but my, a mining captain is essential. Yeah, go ahead, no, Bubba. go ahead. No, it's not. It's not essential. Bubba takes stone. It's, it's useful. <laughs> If I was to take one, it would Bubba takes stop. one of 11. Bubba takes Joaquin. Bubba takes 0817. Well, I think that because we talked about this earlier on, and it has so many uses Mbenga. for a wide range of ops levels, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the original Kirk. Okay, yeah, that was decent. That was decent. Now, traitor. Yeah. <laughs> I am so confident. I am so confident in my officer list over Bubba Joe's mm -hmm. that my final choice. My final choice will be equally as useless as all of Bubba Joe's choices, and I'm going with Mbenga. Oh, my oh, God. You're totally oh, yeah. I'm going with Mbenga. Yeah, I'm doing it. You're rabbit and herring this. Yeah, I'm going with Mbenga. Uh, because, Trader, we talk, we talk about them being essential. No, I'm not trying to lose. I just know I'm going to win. Here's why I'm going with Mbenga. All right. And, and this is you taking the nap, just like the rabbit. Nap. No, I'm not taking a rap. You're taking the nap. I'm, I'm you're rabbit napping. By the way, I, by the way, hashtag, you're absolutely right. I would take Paul Stamets with an honorable mention. And honestly, if I wasn't going to tease Bubba Joe by taking him Benga, then I would actually have taken uh, Paul Stamets. You're absolutely right. That was a brilliant, that's a brilliant, brilliant idea. Uh, the reason I'm going to take him Benga, Trader, is because if you're a nerd then Mbenga is one of the few officers you can actually put on a ship to test the true base functionality of your ship. Oh, interesting. All right. He provides you a true control. Not only that, not only that, but when you hear everybody around you for all time for the past five years joking about having uh, and using Mbenga as captain, you would probably just feel a little bit left out probably just feel a little, a little bit left out if you if you didn't actually have Mbenga. So, I mean, it, that's good for self-esteem as well. All right. All right. I'm taking, I'm taking Mbenga. For there you go. All right. I mean, I, know, I understand you're confident choices. about your picks, but... I am like, confident in my picks. I have inarguably 
the single most important officer in the game that is disrupting the game at multiple levels. You have and Pike. is available You've got Pike. much more early yeah. than Picard. You got Pike. I, I'm not gonna disagree, but I mean and I would have taken Pike. I would have taken Pike. But now I will tell you, community. Five Gorkon Khan is also an extremely effective grinding crew. It is. It's uh, a very, no. very no. effective grinding crew. No. Yes. Fake news. I mean, I would yeah. go. I would go five Lorcacon. I'd go five Lorcacon. But at the early levels, at the early levels, Bubba Joe. That's what I mean. We're talking about Pike. I can't get Pike. I need a hostile grinding crew. It would be five Gorkon. You can't get Pike, and you have five. Con. Huh? You can't get Pike, and you have Con. Or you have you have five. Con is easy to get. You're telling me. You're telling me you can get five before you can get uh, Pike? Pike. No, you have Pike, though. I couldn't get Pike. All right, five, okay. five is the next one. It's five is going to be easier than Picard. I'm saying. All right. I win anyway. You're going to okay. have to put him in the voting area, DJ, but I posted for you. All right, thank you. Uh, Dragon Keeper says Bubba Joe wins <laughs> in his dreams. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> is that is that it? I mean, I picked I picked the best base cracking officer. I picked the best hostile officer. Nobody uses. And it, I Rob. picked the. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, Rom Rom's a good one. I would have liked to have seen when you guys choose a like solid PvP officer. PvP doesn't matter in this game. It's not it's essential es for fun. Otherwise, it dies out. No, it's actually not essential for fun. PvP can exist, uh, and really, truthfully, if, if listen, let's 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 just be straight up with each other. Very few people enjoy true challenging opponent strength, full on ship v ship equal capability PvP. What do people go That's to kill? What do people go to kill? When they are PvPing, miners. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go that far, but they're definitely yeah. going to go after ships that they can kill. Yeah. Okay. Far, no. far weaker. Yeah. They they stomp on ants is what they do. I'm not. No, no I'm not saying 100 percent of the time across the across the board. Okay. I'm not saying that people. I'm just saying. Like, oh, that's certainly the majority. I mean, it's absolutely the majority, okay? There are some people that really do truly enjoy that kind of punch-up experience. I am one of them. I've demonstrated that time and time and time again. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take anything anybody's got to throw at me. Right, Pummel? I'll, right, Wardog? I'll, I'll, I'll explain. One I'll ex I'll, Go ahead, only one, There's one easy way you can tell if somebody really likes PvP for inherently the challenge of it. What do they do when they're consistently beat? How fast does that credit card come out? Oh well, I wasn't gonna. I and wasn't going that direction. It's pretty darn fast. I was going. I was going to say they don't really like PvP. They like stamping, stomping on ants. Well, Just saying. Stomping on ants. That's my opinion. Can be fun. I'm entitled to it. That can be fun. But uh, I, I would actually say if somebody truly did not care about the loss they took in PvP then people would not warp away when they're targeted. That, that is also that true. Would be, that would be my key indicator there. Okay? Like, if, if, if somebody targets me to come in... Now, I have run from Wardot on occasion, mainly, mainly just to frustrate him that he took a, a bunch of warp time to come after me. Um, but no, Wardot would also tell you, there are plenty of times where, like, 
I'll see him there, and we're chatting or even on stream or whatever, and I'll, I'll let him hit. Or I'll attack him and target him back. Because, Trader, there is sometimes, sometimes, it's very rare that it makes a difference. But sometimes firing the first shot can make a difference. So I'll target him, like, at the last second, trying to at least get the first shot off. So, DJ. Yeah. I'll put it this way. Yeah. You can get to op 60 having never hit another player, but you cannot get to ops two just by hitting players. That's true. PVE is essential for grind and, 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 and progression. And I could say that more correctly, 16, because you can't hit anyone until you get above 15 anyway. That's so. true. But, but, but you're right. PVE is the key to progression in this game. It's how everything is paid. It's all the rewards. PVP is arguably a straight-up dump. It is a dump of resources. It's almost as though Scopely feels like they're paying you through PVE so that you may have the privilege of participating in their glorious model of PVP. And and I'm not going to argue that players don't enjoy PvP in whatever it is, whether they're stomping on miners or smaller ships, or they're actually trying to compete against larger ships, larger ships or larger ships larger than them, or ships that are equal to their power. I'm not saying that that isn't something that people enjoy. Uh, what I'm saying is, is that the game does not require it in any capacity, nor does it reward you for doing so, other than potentially getting some token amount of resources from raiding. Agreed. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, which is why I did not draft Ducat. I drafted officers that would either protect me, assist me in my grind, uh, get me more loot faster. Uh, like I said, I would have given Paul Stamets the honorable mention, or if I wasn't fooling around and taking Mbenga just to mess with you, I would have taken Paul Stamets as my fifth. He's an efficiency officer. Um, I would have taken those officers because those are essential functions in this game. PvP is not. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I like that, that set. And honestly, if you don't want me to be goofy about it, I'll take Mbenga off. It would have been Pulse Damage. I said that. So it doesn't matter to me. Bubba Joe, I'll let you decide. You can have a 50-50 choice. You can let me stick with Mbenga, or you can let me take a serious pick, which would have been Pulse Damage. You get no, to decide I, my fifth role there. If you think I wasn't taking it serious, I was. I was just messing with you. But I would take Pulse Damage if you want me to. Otherwise, I'll stick with Mbenga. You can take you can take stamina. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Just means right, if you win, you had to take mo two mulligans to do so. Oh, uh, no, the first mulligan. Yeah, I guess that that was a real that was a legitimate mulligan. Because what did I say? What did I say? Con. Con. <laughs> you know, arguably, Con would be a rating officer. He was the original rating officer. Do you know, you guys remember? He that? was. Con was the he original was. base cracking captain, technically. So, yep. I mean, even though, like, that's not his best ability, like, if I was forced to put him in the captain's chair, like, that would st he'd still have a purpose. Technically. Technically. So, I think this he is actually going to be closer than you. I, I understand you're confident, yeah. but I, I think confident. this is going to be close. I think nah. this is going to be close. What do you guys think in the chat initially, just, just off-the-cuff reaction? Wait, really? Day says, got to go with Bubba. Canine Tooth going with Bubba? Really? What the hell? Bubba. Wait, is it because of Pike? Or are you guys just messing with me? What? All of you? It's because of Pike. Pike and Kirk, I think. Oh, wow. I uh, I am not going to win this, am I? Dude, look at the chat. Like, that's... A, that's 
That's like 98%. There, I, I saw a DJ. I, yeah, I, saw I, finally, a DJ. I finally saw the first one. I see two now. Three. I've got three votes out of the last 100. Four. I'm up to four now. But Bubba Joe's up hey, to 150. You know, we're going to put the names. You're going to put the names in the poll, and we're going to see what happens. Okay. Maybe, maybe I did tortoise and hair this thing a little bit too hard, Karkin. Maybe. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're gonna we're gonna wrap Although up with that. This, uh, hang on, I gotta say that this uh, interaction for Fantasy Fleet Command reminds me very much like some of the Jackbox games we played last night. Oh yeah, where you were yelling at our team to move their things to the wrong side <laughs> of the. <laughs> I did post that up. That that vod is now live. If you guys want to watch us. Uh, just have a little bit of family fun. That's what we did last night on Twitch. We didn't even do Star Trek, not at all. Uh, we just uh, laughed and ate snacks and made fun of each other and played some goofy, goofy games. And that VOD is available on our Twitch channel, which you can find by visiting our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find a link to the Twitch, also our YouTube, also our merchandise store, where you should go and buy yourself some Talking Trek merch. We would appreciate that very much and uh, watch you support the show. I uh, would like to thank our sponsors tonight as well as uh, all of our gold patrons at the level of $10 or more per month. Lord Neelix, thank you. Lady Castrator, Iron Shepherd, Jalarmy Delal, Mech Rack, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Globot, It's Hunter, Degore, Cruzito, Ransusi, Hank, Ape, Teacher, MC101, Late Nighter, Light Bull, Chloe P, Loves Cat Guy, Oh, Zalvinar, Zinfried, Ensign, Morale, Kim, Stormbringer, Bills Mafia, Bayonetta, Grogthorn, Smoke Mohawk, Purr, Purr, Purr. Jetski, Papa Smurf, Jason, Captain Jack Morris, Vanium, Scorpionis, Archer, and Honey, Liam, Indominus, Casey Jones, DJ is Tiles, BFF, Chronic Break, Wet Willie Joe, K92, Sir Tail, Warren, A Fox, Judge Crane, G Force, Mamegas, Captain Q, Plain Simple Gary, Game Junior, Admiral, Inwater, Cha Cha Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser, Kendall, Wardod, Once More, Armadas. Seven of Nine, Jagged, Nevago, Full Dilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Furbanx, Dr. Link, Clueless, One Skizoid, Alexa, Bath, Welch, Fighting Texas, Aggie, Gutter, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, Adam on Server 20, The Web, Balabomb, King of 101, Primal Fear, Medic 213, J-Babes, Dark Knight, Stratoblaster, Pixelate, Lost In, Buddy, Spectre, Yukai, Nika, Diva, Dorsal, Ostronati, McLovin, DJ, Screams My Name, Jazzmeister, TNT, Assassin, Griffin, Mean Bean, Thomas, and Colin. Thank you for supporting Talking Trek, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Meow for now. Love you, Minute. Catch you on the next one. Good night, everybody.